Albuquerque's macro aggression, Eddie Aragon, the rock of talk. Afternoon, I'm Eddie Aragon, the Rock of Talk on AM sixteen hundred KIVA on your radio, directly on your app at abq.fm. How about uh, checking us out on Roku or Amazon Fire TV as well as Apple Plus, and don't forget you can podcast us uh, directly on Spotify, Stitcher, and uh, SoundCloud as well. We have uh, D. Dowd Muska in the house, uh, editor of Rock of Talk Chat. Good afternoon, sir. Uh, good afternoon. I uh, have good news for the people of Sierra County, New Mexico. I have bad news for my fellow shareholders of Virgin Galactic, ladies We <laughs> will talk about that. It's really funny. We will. Or, uh, I think uh, my prediction is uh, becoming more and more the case. I wanted to start out with uh, Virgin Galactic, but we're not going to because I've got to kind of tend to some other things that are happening because it's all anticlimactic. I told you, of course, that uh, the failure to launch would continue coming from uh, the, the pump and dumpers uh, down south. And they're still encouraging people to do whatever they possibly can at this point to support Virgin Galactic. But it's falling out from underneath them. I predicted by the end of February, well, I think their window, their 25-hour window, as I understand it, is essentially going to come and go along with the polar vortex. (laughs) And so we look at this and we say to ourselves, well, couldn't these people with all this billions of dollars and all this money going in get a plan this better? Well, we'll talk about that just a little bit uh, later on, but... We have two crises, and one is symptomatic, and the other one is causal. Um, and just for a brief explanation of that, is there's so many times that people are trying to say, well, we got to address the symptoms. We've got to address the symptoms. Homicides are symptomatic of the overall, I think, sadness, uh, failure. Uh, what else could you possibly say? Well, the malaise of government, lack of leadership. And we see this huge surge in homicides, which I've been talking about. And finally, the news media, I don't know if they're just picking up on it, getting lucky, deciding that's something they want to do, but they're paying attention. We even established our Murder Mike segment at the bottom of hour number two, and Murder Mike's coming in to address sort of what's happening because we need to be paying attention. So we did a big uh, little uh, news release a little bit earlier. Uh, today. Actually, I don't even know if I got out to my uh, PR guy. Um, I'm about to tell him live right here on the air that, hey, it's okay to go ahead and and, and release it. I know that he's he's watching from wherever he is uh, currently. Um, and here's the news release that's, that's uh, going out. Eddie Aragon calls Albuquerque crime wave a failure of leadership and caring. And really it is. Because hug-a-thug strategy that the mayor, Raul Torres, and the rest of these people have been using, Democrats here in the state of New Mexico, this hug-a-thug strategy is exactly what has gotten us to this point, using things like the Arnold tool, right? That's what allowed these criminals to continue to feel like, hey, we're scot-free. How about becoming a sanctuary city? I believe that it happened at least two years ago, maybe three years. These strategies have empowered the criminal element, or the thugs, to the point where we're wrapping our arms around them and we have to rehabilitate. Now, I'm all for, and I want you to quote me on this, I'm all for legalizing drugs. And as I told somebody earlier, I, I don't believe in drugs. 
You know, I don't believe I, I believe that the drug itself is a, is the penalty, but I also don't believe in rehabilitation. Yes, hard to believe, but this is something that we're going to talk about early next week. And I happened to just talk to a legislator, and what she was telling me is that we're at this point in New Mexico where hey. We're going to go ahead and uh, create these centers where we start administering heroin so people can go. I'm like, what? So the state is going to go ahead and start administering heroin in dosages, thinking that it's eventually going to get off. It's like the methadone thing. That doesn't make any sense. Why would we do something like that? Like, uh, who's covering this? How come this isn't the news? Uh, More of the same compassion and caring and those poor thugs out there who never had a fair start. We don't have the resources, the time, nor are we in the position to be able to continue to do this. The reason why you see a surge in homicides is exactly because of the strategy, is because the government cares more about the people that it's paying than it does about the people who are paying into the system. By and large, those are businesses, those are individuals, uh, those are a lot of uh, homeowners who are out there. They don't care about you. Municipal services are not for you. No, no, no. They're there for uh, taking care of everything else out there, it seems. The handouts, boy, if we can give out a handout, we always want to seem like the big guy. And it's really easy to be the big guy when it's somebody else's money, isn't it? Uh, put her on the corporate card. Put her on the city card. That's what type of strategy that the city of Albuquerque, the state of New Mexico, has been employing. Bail bondsmen, goners, so long. So between bail bondsmen and dealing with this strategic nicer, easier, using the Arnold tool. Go look up the Arnold tool. I think we should do a, a write-up at some point on, on the uh, the Arnold tool if you're so willing, Dowd, if you feel so moved, just to understand who these billionaires are who feel like they need to go out and empower these thugs out there. So a kinder, gentle, stop incarcerating these people. you got to get them out of jail because they might catch me, might catch the COVID. <laughs> Seriously, we it, it needs to stop. So when you see the front page of the Albuquerque Journal feeling like they're telling you news, like we already knew this. Kiva listeners were well aware of what was happening. The biggest January ever and surge in homicide suddenly in February. We're over now 20. We'll get into that uh, during the bottom of the second uh, hour. Now that is, as I as I said to you, you either have symptomatic, that is symptomatic. Causal is when you have a lack of resources. And I have to tell you, we have created our own causation. You ever find those people who seemingly are always creating their own drama in their own lives and are constantly in a pickle and like, like you're the one who's causing it. You're the one who's consistently creating these issues. And all of a sudden, in the University of New Mexico Athletic Department, we've seen, well, you know, they weren't able to open up at home. We have the most restrictive uh, uh, situation that is put on our own because of our government leadership. We're causing our own problems. And now we have not even enough scholarship players to have taken the, the basketball court, I think, uh, for the last two weeks. They might actually finish up the season. That'll be good. Still only five wins on the year, but had to be pulled off the court at, at Colorado State. No money coming in, front page of the Albuquerque Journal. UNM sports bleed red. I think we told you that this was going to happen when you start getting rid of some of these. Uh, 1,200 people only show up. We didn't have one single football game. Not Like, where do we go? We are creating this situation. 
on our own, unnecessarily, just like we have with our restaurants, with our businesses, etc. No one's talking about science anymore. The moment they shut this down and now there's no longer a 14-day uh, restriction to go ahead and stay home, that just disappeared with one stroke of the pen. It's like, yep, yeah, we're good. You don't need to stay home. No need to quarantine. New Mexico cannot get out of its own way. Everybody in the state seems to think that they know better for everybody else, and they don't. We have a lot of carpetbaggers who come in from every place else. The people who are natives here, specifically Democrats, don't think that we're smart enough to actually adopt our own ideas and, I don't know, solutions to the, to the problems. So what do they generally do? They go out and say, well, we'll get the Democratic agenda. We'll go ahead and run it here. And, hey, can we get some money so we can continue to keep power? We'll do the trade-off all day long. This is exactly what you're seeing down at uh, Virgin Galactic. I don't know what goes on from here. But, again, in the athletic department, in our restaurants, in our businesses, with our GDP going down, I believe that we are sixth uh, highest in the country, I doubt if I'm not mistaken, when it comes to... Uh, unemployment rate, right? Are we right around there? Probably uh, yes. fifth, sixth uh, uh, highest in the country. These are this calamity is something that we brought upon ourselves, and you as voters have a chance to change this. With the next election and the next election and the next election, every single time you make a choice, you can prevent these things from happening. I don't know that any state, save New York or Oregon and maybe Chicago has gone through a rougher 12-month patch and all of our own doing. All because you selected these leaders and all because those leaders think that, oh, you're choosing them to go ahead and take care of you. B.S. We don't need that. We don't need that paternalistic, we know better than you angle coming from our leadership. Uh, we're 46th we need... in, in, uh, in, in the country. For, we're 46th. 40, oh, we're 4th. In terms of our wow. jobless rate. We are tied with Mario Cuomo's New York. There you go. And, of course, uh, the three highest are South Dakota, South Dakota Nebraska, and Utah. Uh, Iowa. Iowa. Yep. Uh, Iowa, I believe that they went maskless. Mm -hmm. No masks. No masks, they say. No masks. So there you go. That's what we're facing. Ladies and gentlemen, ladies and gentlemen of the court, ladies and gentlemen of New Mexico, we can do better. You have to want to do better. The negativity that you're saying, it's a self-fulfilling prophecy because you choose this leadership. And as I... Ask these incredulous questions like, do you think there's actually people who like this shutdown? That question's now rhetorical to me. Like, yeah, they do. They absolutely do like this shutdown. They want this. They don't want to go back to work. They like the free and easy lifestyle. Uh, I, I really wish that Donald Trump, even though I say this sort of tongue-in-cheek because I've said what I said about the voting machines, would have gotten reelected certifiably. Because I hope that it would have created the consequences that we needed to have happen so that Michelle Lujan Grisham, thank God she's not here in the state right now, we've got Howie Morales leading things, wouldn't be up in Washington, D.C. right now asking for money for the big bailout. Guaranteed that's exactly what she's out there doing as we speak. And since it's only two million people, well, if she can get a few hundred million, that'll be good enough to go ahead and keep us doing the same thing over and over, which is absolute insanity. 417 here in the Kiva. Right here on AM1600 KIVA on your radio, rockoftalk.com on your computer, rockoftalk.tv as well. And uh, you can also plug into us on Roku, Amazon Fire, Spotify, Stitcher, all of those uh, great places. 
And then we'll supposed to be hearing from uh, D.Dot Muska, editor of the rockoftalk.chat site. Uh, you'll definitely want to uh, sign up for that and uh, more on that. We've got a special message uh, going out. And so incredibly busy. Um, but uh, we're bringing it all back together right here for you. Your one-stop shop for all things in news, radio, TV, etc. rockoftalk.com. 418, back and forth, AM 1600, KIVA, ABQ.FM, rockoftalk.com. We'll talk about the polar vortex and uh, maybe we'll kill a bill as well in the next segment. The market is flooded with health supplements that claim benefits in memory, but virtually none offer credible evidence with their products working until now. Memory Revitalizer, 800-606-0192. This potent natural formula was invented by a neuroscientist and physician. Memory Revitalizer slows aging, improves memory, increases energy, gives robust stamina. It has been used in an Alzheimer's clinic for 18 years. It is safe. It does not interact with other prescription drugs. Two large blinded studies confirm the benefits in memory capacity. Customers say it's wonderful. It works. It's essential. Buy it from Best Buy Pharmacy, Manal Pharmacy, and other independent pharmacies. Or purchase it from Moses Country Store and other independent health stores. Or go to MemoryRevitalizer.com. MemoryRevitalizer.com or 800-606-0192. MemoryRevitalizer.com or 800-606-0192. Dad, I think we're in deep doo-doo. Is that why everyone keeps buying all the toilet paper? Actually, New Mexico culture is rich. Plus, Monroe's has red chili, green chili, and the best customers in the world to go with it. Boy, Dad, you must really love our customers. I sure do, just like I love you, Stella. Hey, what about me? Of course you too, Ava. Ready for some adventure? Then explore our new array of Lear's superior camper shells and tonneau covers at Smith's Ultimate Linings. Fiberglass base rails, trimless edges, DuPont automotive finish. Enjoy safety and superior advantages Lear offers. We'll even take $100 off with a purchase of a shell and liner. Visit our website at smithsultimate.com or call us at 505-332-1403 to begin your journey today with Smith's Ultimate Linings. Great news! Ann Matthews Bridal just received the long-awaited Disney Fairy Tale Weddings Collection. Ann Matthews Bridal has been chosen to handle the premiere of this collection right here in Albuquerque. If you're needing a bridal gown, we look forward to showing this collection along with other top designer collections we carry. Call 890-3736 for your own personal shopping experience. Ann Matthews Bridal, 890-3736. Located across the street from Coronado Center at 6121 Manal Boulevard. You've come to know Dr. Gardner. He is a major supporter of veterans in need of dental care. Veterans wonder if they can choose their dentist. Dr. Gardner says yes to veterans. Under the Choice Program, a veteran can choose any licensed dental provider in their community that accepts the VA's reimbursement. Dr. Gardner is the trusted veterans dentist in Albuquerque. Call Dr. Gardner at 828-2669. Vets need a dentist that can meet their needs. Call Dr. Gardner at 828-2669. Looking for a full-service landscaping company that can design, build, and maintain your landscape? True West Landscape is the company for you. Whether you are a property manager or homeowner looking for that quality weekly service, True West is here to help. Contact the True West team of professionals today so we can show you our quality service options at 505-395-7770, 505-395-7770, or visit online at truewestgroup.com. 
this cycle going forward for us where we will, we will continue to elect these people that will continue to make these bad economic decisions because they've always got the government to bail them out. That's not good for us. Trust me. Brand new Albuquerque Journal article just going out, I believe, in the last hour, if I'm yep. not mistaken, D. Dowd. What can you tell us? And how much how much money could we possibly get? Late-breaking news. Yeah, I just I was checking the Albuquerque Journal website, and uh, the paywall wasn't up on this article. You can actually see it, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, Dan Boyd, governor optimistic after productive White House meeting. There's a, a picture here. From uh, left to right, you've got uh, an answer to this question. I'm going to give you the, what's the jeopardy to give you the question you have to you give you the answer you have to, you have to give the question what is okay uh, what, uh who are four people uh, responsible for enormous amounts of pain in our country today uh from left to right we've got andrew cuomo yep uh then we've got heels up harris our vice oh, president yeah, nice that i'm glad she didn't lose that name when she got into the <laughs> and then we've got the child and hair sniffer in chief uh mr biden <laughs> and then over on the come couch. On, come on, man. <laughs> and, then it's, uh, and then right on the couch, right next to the president, ladies and gentlemen, with her yellow Zia symbol face diaper, it's our own Michelle Lujan. Wow, the uh, four horsemen of the apocalypse. There they are. I didn't realize that they were all be gathering uh, today. But uh, they're getting a, a heck of a lot of uh, good pub because, hey, we're just going to go ahead and print off $2 billion and send it to the state of New Mexico. This is exact. So we're being saved from our own stupid choices and... Uh, I guarantee that $2 billion down. Let me guess where it's going. Restaurants first, small businesses, right? Uh, people who have, who have been out of work, uh, the people who have been impacted directly, and the non-essentials, they're going to get that uh, yep, $2 and, billion. And parents dollars. who've really been struggling with you know, child care. Yeah, and child care I'm sure it's going to go right down. No, according to this article, it's going to health care, tribal investments, and tribal. other programs. How is it that the Native Americans get every single I, bailout there? Like, and it's like, oh, well... You know what? The Native Americans had it, had it worse than anybody else. We're going to go again and give it to tribal lands. But well, where do you think they're coming? Where do you think the first person is going to be at all these restaurants here in town? Mm. Right, because the casinos were shut down? Well, those casinos, those casinos, yeah, casinos, yeah. No, the casinos run on the money that we generate, by and large, in uh, New Mexico's biggest city, Albuquerque, New Mexico. So no money mentioned for restaurants or small businesses or, as you said, child care. Uh, who else is uh, really affected uh, during this time? The non-essentials? Yep, that's yep. like most of us. Uh, anything for radio, communications, and television stations at this point? Is there anything like that? No, of course not. But... Uh, Tribal all day long. We're going to give it back out to the uh, Native Americans because, uh, I don't know, you name it. Two billion bucks. Uh, the governor said, ladies and gentlemen, quote, it's a game changer for oh. us. Mm. Now, she loves moonshot and game changer. She loves yeah. those too. And I made that clear to the president and vice president. Man, she's uh, sticking up for us in the swamp. Big words, small person, and uh, gosh, uh, here we are once again being, uh, and, and will any of this money go to... Guaranteed, I'll go to the University of New Mexico sports. Oh, that's okay. We'll renew your contract as long as you shut up and do it. Probably some of that money is going to end up going to New Mexico United. They've hey. been adversely affected, doubt. Uh, you know, despite them picking up the Black Lives Matter mantle. And or, this ropes in the wokeness, yeah. uh, the Me Too, because now Dan Trevisani, uh, Peter Trevisani is saying that we need the stadium not just for the New Mexico United, but the professional women's soccer team that's coming to Albuquerque. Oh, we have a women's soccer team, He's too? He's saying it's a possibility, Whoa. but we got to build that $30 million stadium. When first. it's so good, when it's so good... You just got to keep putting out the product, and that's exactly what they're doing. Is this going to be New Mexico United women's soccer? Hmm. 
That has the word men in it, women, right? So we can't use that. That's and will it be women or will it be guys like, that didn't make it and now they're going to become women so they can play oh, on the girls' side? Yeah. Wow, yeah, that's a big jump for the Mexico transition know. team. You may have violated a few FCC rules with that particular <laughs> jump. Uh, and uh, is that even possible? So you don't even know if that's... There's 58 different genders. Is that what we still in the 58 different genders? In the same number of states that our former President Obama said. Remember when he said, I bet all 57 <laughs> or 58 states? Wow. <laughs> There we go. Wow. Getting bailed out once again. Here we are. We'll get to your texts and uh, your calls right after the break uh, here in the Kiva here on this happy Friday afternoon. Surgeon homicides, uh, other things are shut down, but that's okay. You're going to be, uh, we got something to celebrate, everybody. It's uh, free money from the federal government, as usual. Cellophane flowers never happened for me. Sleeping the day off, watching the night fall, covering nowhere. Maintaining your cutting equipment is essential to the longevity of your tools and the quality of your product. Whether you're a woodworking professional, metalworking professional, hobbyist, or you just need a new edge on your kitchen knives or gardening tools, trust the sharpening experts at Precision Sharpening to help keep your tools in excellent condition. 884-8229-884-8229. Hi, I'm Ben Lucero, president and owner of Indigo Mortgage and proud to be a locally owned and operated mortgage company right here in New Mexico. Being local carries many positives for consumers, such as being able to meet face-to-face, you will receive quick response times, and all loans are processed here locally. And you will always talk with the same people from application to funding. All of our employees live here, and all profits from loan origination stay right here in New Mexico. Indigo Mortgage believes in supporting our local economy, and if at all possible, we use local vendors for supplies and technical support. I personally hire and vet all loan officers, and I assure you that your loans will be dealt with both ethically and with knowledge. Indigo Mortgage can offer the best rates and terms available on the market, so contact us today on the net at indigomortgage.net or by calling 836-5700. That's 836-5700. Indigo Mortgage, because nobody cares more about your mortgage loan. NMLS, 188 Hi, I'm Casey Gazzardi. And I'm Joe Gazzardi. At Joe's Pasta House, we have authentic world favorites, classic Italian dishes, and unique new world offerings, including natural hand-cut steaks, wild-caught fish, and local veal. Our focus is on quality ingredients, great atmosphere, and personal service. Come to Joe's Pasta House for a true Italian dining experience. Located at 3201 Southern Boulevard in Rio Rancho, just a quarter mile east of Country Club Drive. I need something sweet, chocolate, vanilla, fudge with fruit, nuts, cream jelly, mouth-watering, tingling, sensational, and I need it right now. Not just from anywhere, it must be the Candy Lady in Old Town, and they'll even deliver. Check out the Candy Lady at CandyLady.com. Music is the great communicator on MakeUsGodlyAgain.com. Sometimes we just need a pick-me-up. MakeUsGodlyAgain.com Hi, I'm Dr. Casals at the Vision Store. So many of you are worried about changes in your vision. At the Vision Store, we are available for routine, urgent, and emergent eye care, red eyes, broken glasses, and contact lenses. We carry a wide array of frame styles in our showroom to choose from, including sunglasses and anti-reflective lenses. Come see us Monday, Tuesday, Thursday, and Friday from 8 to 6, and Wednesday from 8 to 1. Come see what you haven't seen in a while at the Vision Store in Bernalillo. Call for an appointment today at 771-EYES. That's 771 771- Three nine three seven. Do you have any more of a nest egg now than you did this time last year? 
If you're not moving toward reasonable financial goals, it's time for a chat with Tom Crow of Crow Financial Advisors. Visit CrowAboutMoney.com. A burglary takes place in the United States approximately every 15 seconds. International Protective Service is your answer for commercial and residential security in all of Albuquerque. IPS will work with your monitoring company for fast, reliable response dives. You can rest easy knowing you, your family, or your company is watched over by International Protective Service. Call International Protective Service today or visit us on the web at internationalprotectiveservice.com. In most cases, recovery of your stolen vehicle is not the reunion you had hoped it would be. It may have been trashed, torched, contaminated by toxic chemicals and more, or used to commit additional crimes. Revelco Vehicle Anti-Theft Device prevents theft in the first place. 505-550-4994. Amazing Grace Personal Care Services is companion care at a reasonable rate, including mobile assistance, meal preparation, household services, cognitive assistance, and support services, and more. 505-796-4900. That's 505-796-4900. All right, time to put things together, starting with the weather. The cold is coming after a really great week. Now we can expect some rain and snow this weekend. Back Sunday, it's going to go down to 30 degrees, and overnight will be 9 degrees. So couple that in with the windshield factor. We may be at zero or even lower. Ugh. Well, tell you what, right now it's not bad. 55 at Volcano Vista High School. 50 degrees into Harris with partly cloudy skies, and it's 57 here at the Rock of Talk. Construction is really taking a toll on Montano. If you're making your way eastbound, things are slowing up right as you come off of Edith. This is really stop and go. That left lane is all you have to get by on out to I-25. And even the westbound side, that is struggling from Carlisle out to the I-25. Don't forget the on-ramp uh, from um, the westbound side of Montano on to I-25. No can do right now. If you're on Paseo del Norte, you're saying, what's up with this? I am too. I don't see an accident or stall, but I see a lot of brake lights. Under 20 miles an hour right now. Eastbound, I'm sorry, westbound Paseo del Norte before Louisiana out to San Pedro. This traffic report brought to you by Live Spring at Salon Helena, home of Kangen Water. This is healthy water, alkaline water. You'll, first of all, like the taste. Number two, like what it does to you. Literally within a couple of days as you drink this. If you go into Live Spring at Salon Helena, they are on Manal, just west of Wyoming, and say, I heard this, this guy on Kiva talking about alkaline water. They'll give you a jug of a, a, a gallon of water. No charge. Yeah, that's what happens. Live Spring Salon Helena on Manal, just west of Wyoming. And with that, we're up to date now. Let's dive back into the Rock of Talk. Albuquerque's macro aggression. Eddie Aragon, the Rock of Talk. All right, phone lines are open. 550 I'll read your text first, and I'll take a few calls. Uh, let's see. Nancy Pelosi explains how to use the media to smear political opponents on YouTube. Wow. The expert in smear. Uh, City Council Eddie passed this ordinance. says that every tax preparer must hand out paper with information about that person to include address and phone number. I'm not giving out my home address. Yikes. Who dreamed this one up? Uh, that's from Kim. Uh, let's see. Okay. That one. Uh, you guys are so great. I got to say, you guys are just like, all these wonderful people who are just uh, texting in. Great things. Uh, Levi checks in. Um, by the way, they did, if I'm not mistaken, um, was today the services for Officer uh, Jarriot? Uh, let me check on the Denny paper. That it then, is. Yeah, let's see. Uh, Eddie, did the governor attend the funeral today for the fallen officer? You only get murdered in the line of duty once. 
You meet with Dementia Joe anytime you want over the next four years. Heartless governor. Uh, scheduled does, for 2 p.m. today. Does not have the support of the police. Uh, I'd also like to know maybe, was Tim Keller there? I haven't had a cigarette over three weeks. Awesome. Way to go. If you want to text in your personal triumphs, I'll read them. <laughs> I listened to the alcoholic addict on the bus telling another alcoholic addict that you can get a meal and a bed at any Catholic church in town if you tell them you are in need of help. That is true. Using the system. Wow. They were really drunk, too, Eddie. Why they're allowed on the bus is absolutely ridiculous. Uh, thanks for that. Uh, polar vortex caused by chemtrails weather engineering should be part of the Albuquerque Climate Survey. That's interesting. I will talk about uh, geo, excuse me, geo weather engineering. He who controls the weather controls the world. Uh, Eddie, just this just shows that this is just being so stupid hurts. You have my vote, Eddie, when you run. By the way, you can go to my uh, website, Eddie Aragon. That's E D D Y A R A G O N. If you want to check out my campaign for Congressional District Number One, uh, Eddie, Utah is going with Congress, uh, constitutional carry very soon. That would be cool. The panic over the cold is so silly. Well, it's uh, self-generated. Rain, snow, wind, and cold. My crew and I will be at work Monday building the new Hope Christian Elementary. Way to go. Hey. That's awesome. Wow. I love that's that. Great. We're not that's afraid of work. We are proud to work. That's, that's the text. That's the text of the day right there. Uh, Eddie, what MLG needs to be doing in her meeting with the president today is begging him to close the one-and-a-half-mile gap in the border directly below Deming, New Mexico, where a widow is burying her state trooper husband and all the steel is sitting there not being used to close the gap. Close the gap, Columbus, New Mexico. I said farewell and buried her husband today. How ironic the day she is begging for dollars for our state. Wow. Optics, could they be worse? Mm. Oh, Al stopped in today. He uh, brought in a bunch of fudge. Uh, that was very cool. Al, uh, we want to thank you for doing so, sir. He also brought in some Black Rifle coffee. He And I'm drinking that, Al. I'm drinking your Black Rifle coffee uh, today. And I'll also, I think know. some it's other a, things, too, that we don't need to mention, but uh, yes. things you handed to us. Yeah. Al, you have my eternal gratitude. There Al, you thank you so much. That was very kind. Al is a, a man's man. We love Al. And the best, literally the best budget I've ever had. Uh, he says, uh, Eddie, regarding, regar regarding government administering heroin, hmm, slow roll euthanasia. MLG working, D.C.? Come on, man. <laughs> Tribe lost all those dollars with the big pot bust. That is very funny, actually, Al. Uh, this one, another sign. This one is off of more and more people are sending me more signs from strip centers saying no MLG. But yeah, I love watching the Republican rebuttal today. Oh, we will get into that. That was awesome. They clean. Ha I mean, finally, we just basically did and replicated everything they did and showed how much they doctored those. You could see incrementally how much they doctored and change the tweets, the video, et cetera, et cetera, pull off that stuff out of context as well. I love watching the Republican rebuttal today. They proved the Democrats lied and cheated and manipulated their evidence. Tell us everything we need to know about them now as if we didn't already know. Have a great weekend. Great text. All right, a couple of calls very quickly. Caller, you're in the Kiva. You're first. Go ahead, sir. Uh, good afternoon, everyone. This is Dave. Hey, Dave. Haven't heard from you in a while. Glad you called in. Keep it clean. Go he ahead. He only calls the Liberty ladies. He doesn't call us anymore. <laughs> oh, wow. Doubt is on to you, Dave. Yeah, but they usually have some really good topics, and a lot of the stuff that you've got going on is very well framed. Okay. Anyhow. I'll take that as a compliment. It is. Go ahead, I would sir. like to ignore any le any liberal out there to please go outside and find the Earth's real stat and set the temperature to sunny and 78 degrees. 
Mind you, what time of year this is. We're right in the middle of winter. The idea that we're having a polar vortex, as they say, uh, it's called winter. Things get cold, wet, and rainy. Then they also got to consider, okay, what is our altitude and what is our location? What is normal this time of year? We've been blessed with the idea that there's been a whole lot of nice and warm, the weeds are popping, the mustard's coming up and all that good stuff. Even the elms and the uh, cottonwoods are beginning to pop like it's spring, and this is two months early. I feel blessed for that, but I'm also prepared for the idea we're in the middle of winter. All right, Dave, Dave does not like the whining that's going on. Uh, I'm, I take I'm, it right, Dave? I'm with him. If he yeah, keeps the bull snakes yeah. and Corrales hibernating more, I'm happy. <laughs> there you go, Dave. And Dave knows something. He's a bit of a gardener with a green thumb. So I appreciate you calling in, Dave, and uh, make sure. Are you are you watching us on Roku and Amazon Fire yet? Uh, negative, but I got you on the AM on three different radios throughout. Oh, wow. Well, that's enough. I'll, I'll take that all day, Dave. I appreciate it very much. Uh, good call. Caller, you're in the Kiva. Go ahead. Hi, Eddie. Hello. Um, this is uh, Low Tech Robert from uh, out here in Las Lutas. Hello, uh, Low Tech uh, Robert out there in Las Lutas. What can I do for you this <laughs> afternoon, sir? Well, you already touched on it, and I think you're going to talk about it later. But before I get to that, real quick, I just want to say... Um, I love your sponsors, and um, I got hooked up with one of them today, and oh, I can't wait. Yes, I just I'm so impressed. I just I trust your show, I trust your sponsors, and um, I was like, yeah, <laughs> you know. But uh, but anyway, thanks for that. And that the means the world to me, and that and you know these guys have. Uh you know, all of our businesses have been through hell this year, but uh, our advertisers have uh, kept things going. So I appreciate that. Go ahead. Yes. Yeah. Well, the other thing was, um, and I'm not going to, I won't go into it because I'm going to listen to what you have to say later and everything because I can't articulate uh, as you would. But um, <clears throat> I want to high five Trump's legal team and those people today. I was like, oh, man, really? That was a slam dunk. And uh, I, I was just so impressed because all we heard while the Democrats were up there dribbling on about their same old stuff, all we heard was how Trump's legal team was just kind of benign and they couldn't handle it and all this. But man, they came in today kicking butt. And... uh I was impressed. Yeah, for the first three days, it was tough, wasn't it, Lotech? I mean, it was a tough slog for us, and we were getting buried left and right, and they just fought the exact same way that they were fighting. And, you know, there's the lesson. That's it for all of us. You know, so many times Republicans are afraid of fighting back or getting dirty or all those types of things. And, uh, you know, we've got to be willing to get to that level so we can demonstrate what they're doing. And I think uh, they certainly did that today. Absolutely. And uh, you know what, man? I, I appreciate you every day uh, and listen every day. And uh, I'll be here till the bitter end. So take care and love you guys. All right. Love you, too. I appreciate uh, there. There's uh, Low Tech uh, helping us out uh, with a little bit of insight. And, you know, Dave, uh, who's listening out and all those people out there in Valencia County, let's not forget that it was Valencia County that practically voted like 65-35 red. Mm -hmm. they, we have so many good 
you know, Republicans and conservatives and independents uh, who are out there. And they're the ones, remember, as Valencia County goes, this is another reason not to necessarily believe the election. It's been considered a bellwether county. And as Valencia County uh, goes, it voted for Donald Trump. So there's more reason to think, and I hope that we get to the bottom of it. One of the things I will definitely do when I, you know, get to Congress is to focus on those voting machines. Ensure that there's fairness both in the acquisitions, and I think there should be an audit at some point. And as we move away and it's less emotional, I think that's where we need to really direct our resources and our focus so we have a fair 2022 election. And what could be better than asking for a complete audit of each one of those machines is something that even the um, companies themselves who are, inv- uh, who are involved in that, uh, there should be some sort of clause or cancellation in those contracts that would suggest, you know, if they you know have an error by so much, then they should be able to lose their contract. I mean, most of that stuff is in most business contracts, but uh, who knows what the... Who knows what it is? Eddie, we don't deserve Valencia County. Uh, We don't. As defined by the federal government, a metropolitan statistical area, it doesn't relate just to within the city limits. It's where we all sort of live together. We have a common media here. People commute between the communities. So it's called a statistical area, metropolitan statistical area. Valencia County is part of the Albuquerque metropolitan statistical area. How, How can such a good county... Be part of an MSA that has so many problems. Just good people down there. Well, a lot of people have been moving in that direction now. They've been going to, as I refer to it, Las Lunas Heights. uh, Or, excuse me, South Valley Heights now in Las Lunas, uh, Belen. Um, My cousin is running things out there. Uh, He's the new senator. In fact, uh, he's addressing something which... I'll talk about a little bit later on in the show. The uh, the uh, Republican Party had a press release with his name, which I think was very important because it has to do with a certain restaurant in Socorro uh, being shut down by the governor while she's out enjoying herself in Washington, D.C. But the, what I wanted to talk about this segment, and just a quick shift gears, the reason why people are moving out there has a lot to do with the crime that's right here in Albuquerque. And... Like, it can't get much worse, can it? No, it's gotten worse. And 2021 has already started off to be a banner year, as you're going to hear at the bottom of hour number two. We're 20 homicides in, 20 homicides in before the middle of the second month. But it's not just that. It's overall violent crime has increased 53% over the last six years. Just think about that. Now, we're paying for this agreement through the Department of Justice, we're shelling out that money, thinking it's going to make us better. That's not the purpose of the DOJ dissent decree. That is not what it is. It's about making sure that those police officers are compliant with what they want based upon the number of bad guys that were murdered by the police. Yes, murdered. That's what they think. So what do you see in a verse? It's the hug-a-thug strategy. That same type of thing that has that turnstile justice system that kicks these guys back out onto the street. Violent crime, murders, rapes, robberies, aggravated assaults have increased 53%. That's according to the Federal Bureau of Investigation. The city reached a settlement, agreed to 300 policy changes. Sean Willoughby's angry. He says the whole system is set up to fail. And the taxpayers and the people that live in the community like me and my family are the ones that are taking the brunt. Now, Sean himself, and I will tell you, lives in Rio Rancho. Even he's moving out. People are either moving out to Valencia or Sandoval County. This was a zero population growth for the last decade of 10 years right here in CD1. And a lot of it has to do with things that we, uh, that we have agreed here locally to a federal, on a federal basis. 
At the time the agreement was signed, he goes on to say, crime was relatively low. The city had 30 homicides that year, the lowest on record. How many bad guys were shot that very same year? But what did you have? You had the amplification of the political correctness coming in from the sobbing media saying, well, another bad guy gets shot. That's bad news. And it's not. Because if you compare it, Seattle, New Orleans, Los Angeles, Cleveland, Phoenix, all saw lower amounts in increases in crime than the city of Albuquerque. Phoenix, by comparison, only 17%. Seattle, 15%. Cleveland, 10%. But no, when you start handcuffing our police officers, you certainly cannot handcuff our own uh, uh, thugs that are out there on the street. Now, now that that's been said, and a lot of you are probably trying to keep up with what's happening up in Santa Fe, there's some new proposals that are coming through, and Sean Willoughby and the union isn't very happy, and neither should you be, Dowd. <laughs> Absolutely. Uh, we talked about this we, maybe last week or Yeah, the last week, week it killed the bill. Uh, yeah, 227. Uh, this is a, a, you know, I'm a civil libertarian, but this is a disturbing uh, proposal, and I think in light of what happened to Officer Jarrett recently, timing-wise, this is not so bright. And Eddie, you know, I'm not someone who really speaks up for uh, uh, public employee unions, but a 15-minute video was issued by the New Mexico State Police Association, that's a union, uh, and uh, they're, they're saying, uh, what's the quote, when you're taking away our tools, ma'am, talking to about Senator Linda Lopez, and you still require us to resolve the situation peacefully without force, without deadly force, you are creating, and this is a very interesting argument, and I'm certainly open to hearing more about it, you are creating a situation where deadly force is going to be used. Um, what this bill does, 227, it removes the existing language for applicable, uh, 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 allowable use of force, and it substitutes this new section with Eddie. I won't read the language because it just goes on and on sure. and on. Uh, a lot, but basically, the gist of it is in this one provision. A law enforcement officer shall not use physical force upon another person unless the officer has exhausted de-escalation tactics and techniques and, based on the totality of the circumstances... Such force is proportionate and necessary to prevent violence. So that's such an so incredibly key word, that totality. It, yes, if a, yes. an officer uses deadly force and has to take care of something, he's going to be liable for something in that. And this is why you're going to ha see a number of police officers uh, retire. And you've continued to see them retire at increasing numbers since Tim Keller has taken office because you have this type of turnstile justice system, which is brought on by handcuffing our police officers. What do you mean exhausted? What do you mean, right, you right. know, go through all of them? How many different ways can you stop a, a, a criminal, whether in the act of stealing, uh, murdering, or what have you? What do you mean exhausted? Now you can't use dogs. I know that that's in there, right? Yep, yep, you have to, a no-knock uh, warrants not allowed at right, all. Right, you right. have to knock, and then you have to wait 45 seconds while the criminal inside, ostensibly, can shoot through the door and watch you on his ring doorbell system. I mean, uh, what else is in there? Well, I mean, Sean Willie was on with us a few, was a few days ago, and what I found really most compelling about his argument was that the Supreme Court, he said there's basically a triangle of three decisions that the U.S. Supreme Court has uh, laid down the standards by which a police use of force is is regulated. So the idea that Linda Lopez, of all people, is going to be rewriting this at the state level, it's going to invite a lawsuit, and we already have a national standard for this, uh, according to these three uh, cases that Sean mentioned that I looked up uh, a couple days ago, and he, he's right, he, he knows the subject. So, um, you know, again, I'm a civil libertarian. I don't, I don't side with 
government employee unions very often, but I think this is uh, this this gives me pause. This bill, specifically because of the virtue signaling and the micromanagement of this, clearly Linda Lopez is not nearly as knowledgeable as she thinks she is. Well, when and it comes the other thing that, that you know that this is agenda driven. This woman, Linda Lopez, has been chair of the Democratic Party for Bernalillo County oh, for like the last 15 okay. years or something. Okay. Okay. She is the one who's running this ca- this county into the ground. She's the one that's handcuffing your police officers. Uh, you know what her occupation is? Consultant. There you go. <laughs> so many. All of these people. I mean, this it's is like a woman, lonely girl. This yes. is a, a woman yes. who has been serving during a time for the last 24 years of this complete and total decline here in Bernalillo County. Yep. C- community activist, consultant, environmental organizer. Those seem to be the three. Oh, uh-huh. other than other than uh, government teacher. That's 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 the ultimate job up in Santa Fe. But yeah, and she got a, a degree at the uh, Santa Fe University. Of art and design. I believe that that's now defunct, if yes. I'm not mistaken. Yes. Yes. I think it went yep. uh, belly up. Yep. Uh, not enough, I think uh, the city not enough now, for the alumni uh, but pitching back in to keep it afloat, uh, but there you go. Mm-hmm. Let's check on weather and traffic before we hit the top of the hour news and a few commercials. Rudy, let's check on it. All right, as we put things together, we're going to start with the weather where it's just going to be a chilly weekend. You know, cold, straight out cold. Down to 9 degrees overnight on Sunday. And our highs uh, on both weekend days should only get up to about 30 degrees. I can tell you right now, it is chipper out there right now. 55 degrees at uh, in the Cottonwood Plaza. It is uh, 50 degrees at ABQ Uptown and 57 here at the Rock of Talk. All right, what do we have going on the roadways? i got to tell you that Paseo del Norte, again, still very slow drive. Uh, for whatever reason, between Louisiana out to San Pedro. Get beyond that, though. All the way uh, into the west side looks okay. But coming down the hill as you're making your way southbound to Coors Boulevard off the 528, it is really slow, under 10 miles an hour, all the way to 7-Bar Loop. This traffic report brought to you by Salon Deluxe in Country Club Plaza in Rio Rancho. Salon Deluxe always treats you special. George and Janice, the owners there, they are making sure that you stay healthy as well. They are the exclusive dealers of the Canyon Water on the west side. Plus, you can also get the probiotics from Monate. And if you'd like to find out more, just go to salondeluxe.com. All right, we're up to date. Now, let's dive back into the Rock of Talk. Albuquerque's macro-aggression. Eddie Aragon, the Rock of Talk. All right, 456, let me read a few of your texts uh, to you. You guys are sending this uh, in. Uh, Eddie, why was the governor not at fallen New Mexico State Police Officer Jarrett? Because she does not care about any of us. I believe that that is uh, from an officer. Gordon checks in. If a government employee was getting robbed or violated by a criminal, these rules or laws don't apply to them, only the sheeple citizens. You know, I think, of course, of uh, the veteran who lost her life at the Capitol. Why is there not? That's one of the things I will do as a, a CD1 representative is immediately look into the identity, even though it's going to be next to impossible to find, because the Sergeant Arms is going to keep all of that stuff uh, protected. But uh, we have a veteran of the uh, one of the U.S. Armed Forces who lost her life uh, at the Capitol. I think we should at least know what happened uh, on that day. There should be a full investigation. Uh, Melvin says, if only the proportional forces used, an officer cannot overpower and take a suspect into custody and cannot use lethal force till someone else is Good point. dead. Great point. Uh, there are two types of Democrats, those who deceive and those who are deceived. Wow. Aren't they, like, mutually exclusive with one another? I mean, you need one. You can't have one without the other. Uh, rain, snow, wind, and cold, my crew and I. Oh, this is Adam who's going to be out there working. Got it, Adam. Adam and his crew. I like that. They're going to be out there. Kevin says, I'm glad the Democrats' incitement video has proven to be spliced together. Eric Swalwell also falsified a tweet. Yes, we saw that. 
If anything, these events show a conduct of this sort would not hold up in a court of law, which the Senate is anything but a court of law. On a better note, I'm glad the restaurants can finally open indoor dining at 25% capacity, which should have happened a long time ago. Have a great weekend, Rudy Dowd and Eddie. God bless you all in the Kiva. God Thank bless you. the USA. And, um... <laughs> oh, yeah. There was a long and scathing, uh, 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 I guess, Facebook message. I'm glad I'm not on Facebook with all the, the drama that goes on, on there any longer. Uh, and i got to say, this was really... We'll, we'll save that for hour number two. How about that? <laughs> we little, need to give it the proper little time. Bit of, the, the, the tease. We'll find all that. Let's hit the top of the hour. Fox News right here in the Kiva on AM 1600 KIVA on your radio. Directly on your app at abq.fm. You can also check us out at rockoftalk.com where you can get absolutely everything right there. And uh, don't forget, we're on Roku TV, Amazon Fire TV podcast. And uh, don't forget, rockoftalk.chat as well. Thanks for listening. Hit the top of the hour box. The cooler temperatures are finally here. That's good news for you because the best prices of the year are now. I'm Eddie Aragon and have just the guy for you. He's Mario from Axiom Home Services with over 40 years of experience. He'll come out to your home and show you the best refrigerated air conditioning options for your home and family. Don't miss the lowest prices of the season. Call now. 792-9742. That's 792-9742 or axiomhvac.com. Remember to ask for train. Unstoppable in any season. Chris Napier here with Lone D. The Mortgage Guy. As you look for the best ways to provide and protect for your family, the structure of your loans is critical. Your mortgage payment and its terms could be behind the curve. Let's ensure that when you're buying or refinancing your home, you have the best total cost. Call me at 505-710-2499 and MLS number 330093. Hi, I'm Walt Arnold with Sperry Van Ness. Do you own a business that's expanding? Are you outgrowing your space? Do you need a second, third, or even fifth location? Call my direct line now at 256-1255 or visit waltarnold.com. You're listening to Fox News, ABQ.FM, K229CL, 93.7 FM, and AM 1600, KIVA, Albuquerque. I'm Mary Corsetti, Fox News. In the impeachment trial of former President Trump, House managers wrapped up their arguments yesterday, and today it was the defense team's turn to share its side. Attorneys for former President Trump used just about two and a half hours to dismiss the article of incitement of insurrection as politically motivated, unconstitutional, and hypocritical. This trial is about far more than President Trump. It is about silencing and banning the speech the majority does not agree with. Bruce Castor and Trump's legal team played video montages showing Democrats using fiery political rhetoric, urging supporters to fight and raising concerns about previous presidential elections. They also argue rioters who breached the Capitol hijacked the peaceful event for their own agendas. Jared Halpern, Fox News. Meanwhile, the CEOs of several major airlines met Friday with the White House's coronavirus response coordinator to lobby against requiring coronavirus testing of passengers on domestic flights. They say it would only further undermine air travel. A person familiar with the discussion says Biden's administration isn't currently planning to impose a testing requirement. Plus, the staff of New York Governor Andrew Cuomo is responding after reportedly apologizing privately to fellow Democrats for concealing the true number of nursing home patients who died due to COVID-19. The New York Post published details of a video chat between Melissa DeRosa, Governor Andrew Cuomo's secretary, and top New York State Democratic 
Hispanic office holders in which DeRosa admits they didn't include COVID-19 deaths of nursing home patients in hospitals among the tally of nursing home deaths due to the virus. And she offers an apology to them for creating a difficult campaign issue. In a statement now tweeted by an aide, DeRosa claims Cuomo and his team were transparent, but they were forced to deal with a Trump administration Justice Department inquiry before answering questions from the New York legislature. Fox's Evan Brown. America is listening to Fox News. Progressive Motorcycle presents Road Wisdom from the Motor. You missed a turn. There's always another turn. Take it to get back to the turn you missed. Use your turn signal. Progressive Motorcycle also presents roadside assistance. Progressive Motorcycle for those who were born to ride. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. In honor of President's Day, Dell delivers savings to help America's small businesses get more done. Office anywhere with up to 50% off high-performance laptops, desktops, and servers with Intel Core processors and top-brand electronics. Plus, refresh now with flexible financing options. Call 877-ASK-DELL for a Dell Technologies advisor who can help you find the right tech. That's 877-ASK-DELL or visit dell.com slash President's Day. A warning in South Texas ahead of an Arctic blast. Time is running out to prepare. That message from Harris County Executive Judge Lena Hidalgo. Ahead of a bitter cold front that's bringing with it freezing temps, wind, and ice through next week in Houston and across the South. If the models are right, we're about to see an incident the likes of which we have not seen in 30 years. A very high probability of power outages, dangerous conditions outside, road closures. The Arctic system also expected to hit Oklahoma with heavy snow later this weekend, where the state patrol is urging people to stay home. The Oklahoma National Guard also on standby in case of weather-related emergencies. Jeff Manasso, Fox News. Meanwhile, the Centers for Disease Control and Prevention say in-person schooling can be done safely with mask use, social distancing, and other strategies. In a report released Friday, the CDC says vaccination of teachers, while important, is not a prerequisite for reopening. It comes after months of sparring between school districts and teachers with the union demanding they be vaccinated before returning to in-person learning. Also new tonight, after some COVID-related confusion, the Brooklyn Nets have one of their star players back. Kevin Durant was cleared to return to practice Friday after spending six days in the NBA's COVID-19 protocols over contact tracing concerns. This stems from February 5th when the Brooklyn Nets board was originally held out of the team's starting lineup against the Toronto Raptors due to COVID-related issues, then allowed to enter the game, only to be pulled off the court again in the third quarter. Durant dusting off the incident. I mean, I'm back out there now, is what it is. I, I was at a little set um, during and after the game, but, you know, uh, I'm cool now. I'm ready to play. KD is anticipated to be in the starting lineup for the Nets Saturday when they take on his old squad, the Golden State Warriors. Fox's Matt Napolitano. I'm Mary Corsetti, and this is Fox News. All right, time to put things together. We're going to start with the weather. It's just going to be a cold weekend. There's just no getting around that. I know that uh, Sunday night will be the coldest with 9 degrees overnight. And uh, both weekend days around 30 degrees, I'm told. Looks like um, right now in Los Alamos, 45 degrees with partly cloudy skies. 57 at Ridgecrest Park here in Albuquerque and 56 at the Rock of Talk. 
All right. Looks like we had some new troubles. This is going to be I-25. Uh, looks like right there at Bridge Street, uh, right around uh, uh, Martin Luther King Jr. Boulevard. An accident there. Uh, looks like one lane is blocked right now. Uh, and again, this is southbound on the 25, so it's in the opposite direction. But you're getting slow traffic on both sides with everyone taking a look at the accident. Also, uh, also I can tell you it's going to be a little bit tight for you right now on Coors Boulevard as you make your way from Lauria to Montano, still under 15 miles an hour there. I, I know you've been driving down San Mateo and you've seen raw greens on San Mateo, just north of Manal. Yeah, it's coming to mind now. Come into raw greens. All natural CBD and hemp products for anxiety, stress, sore muscles, raw greens with the topical creams and pet products. Raw greens online at cbd.theplaceilike.com. All right, we are up to date. Let's dive into the Rock of Talk. Albuquerque's macro Talk on AM 1600 KIVA on your radio, directly on your app at abq.fm, on your computer at rockoftalk.com, and now for Roku TV, Amazon Fire, Spotify, Stitcher, and oh, any place that you want to podcast. Don't forget to sign up at rockoftalk.chat and uh, download the apps as well for Apple and Android. Hour number two, we've got D Down Musco. We're about to kill a bill. And how are you, sir? Uh, well, first, I'd like to uh, make a distinction. Yes, sir. Between, uh, I would say, compassionate human beings, real mm-hmm. human beings, people mm-hmm. who understand other people's pain and grief and bereavement, and Michelle Lujan Grisham. Yep. She has not issued a statement today uh, on the funeral for Officer Jarrett, uh, gunned down in the, in the line of duty uh, by a real piece of human trash, if, if, that's, uh, if this man is, in fact, guilty. The alleged perp, uh, 39-year-old Omar Felix Cueva. Oh, that uh, is a cartel related. Yeah, correct? she found the time, uh, her office found the time yesterday afternoon to issue a statement on Senate passage of uh, Senate Bill 10, the uh, abortion bill, you know, kind of abortion uh. on demand bill. I'm looking at the list of her press uh, releases today. She has one on her White House meeting. She has one on severe weather. She has no statement on the funeral today of Officer Jarrett. Not even uh, just I ask all the Mexicans to come together at 2 o'clock when the funeral is scheduled and maybe we take a, share a moment of silence. She did retweeted. She retweeted a KOAT tweet saying we'll be covering today's funeral service live. So she didn't even issue her own tweet. She just retweeted some other some media outlets tweet. Uh, but of course, she's tweeted all sorts of other things. Here's a picture of me with the president and all that kind of thing. So, so she she retweeted her own press of KOAT covering her. No, no, no. She retweeted or, KOAT issued a tweet saying, "If you want to watch today's funeral, we'll be simulcasting it." So she added her own words to it, but she didn't even issue her own tweet related to this and issued no formal statement uh, in relation to the funeral either. So kind of a tear for for Trip Stelnecki there and Nora and and the governor. Maybe maybe you should have paid a little more attention to the fact that uh, an officer uh, is being laid to rest. Now he just got uh, a raise, and now you can see why. He uh, avoids the very thing that he needs to be tweeting or talking or issuing press releases on uh, are flags being flown at half-mast? I believe she issued that order last week. Okay, so are they still at half-mast? Anybody who's flying by the I-25, I-40, uh, if you could take a picture of that, uh, not as you're driving by, hopefully you have somebody with a passion in the car. Let me know if that flag is at half-mast. I'd like to know that as of uh, this time right here. Okay? So no statement on funeral issued, no official statement uh, issued on funeral, and... uh, Oh, by the way, Eddie, trying to find you on Roku. What do I type on? Can't hear you on the radio. Text me back. Uh, there it is. That's all you have to do is uh, type that in. Okay. 
So, um, I've issued a statement, so I put that out. Uh, it will be out shortly, so you'll see that, uh, observing exactly this. Um, that's important that you understand that this is probably one of the top things that any elected official must do, and that is for any fallen police officer, anything involved in the safety, uh, obviously uh, the man who lost his life, who was a police officer and a Trump supporter, lied and stayed in the U.S. Capitol. Uh, you knew that. Uh, he was a Trump supporter. Right. Uh, and the other four uh, who also lost their lives, uh, I'm not going to phrase it that way because it should be, well, one had a heart attack, the other one had a medical episode. They were all Trump supporters, including the veteran who lost her life inside the Capitol, which is the only one that was directly impacted uh, as well. And you saw all the uh, heads of state and senators and congressmen all acknowledge what happened uh, there on January 6th. Uh, I'm not treating it like that um, at all. Uh, I see it very differently, obviously, uh, from my standpoint. But there it is. There's Michelle Lujan Grisham doing the one of the first duties she must be She's supposed to be doing as governor, and she also gave herself a raise. So. Well, I mean, you know, you, you talk about your statement issue, uh, your statement on the issue, Eddie. I mean, you're you're a candidate. She's literally the head of the executive branch of the government of the state of New Mexico. He was an employee, a direct right. employee of hers, and she couldn't even be bothered to do this. Yeah, and all all of my statements and everything you can find directly at eddyaragon.com. That's e d d y a r a g o n and. Uh, the governor's statement is quoted in the Albuquerque Journal article about the killing. Yeah, but nothing that is actually issued today. Right. So that's uh, important uh, to note. I uh, did have another statement uh, I guess you guys wanted me to address. This was kind of interesting. Um, this happened last night. So I had my release. And let me go to Eddie Aragon. Let me read it exactly. Because I think I did I read it? Did I read it yesterday? Doubt I'm, I'm... Uh, the one on suing Maggie you read. The one on the internal Republican chicanery. I think you read both of them, yeah. Did I read both? Yeah, I'm pretty sure. Okay, let's see if I... I was in the Washington Post, by the way, so you guys can uh, see that. That was uh, how Trump is still writing the GOP's story, obviously picked up in, in Joe Monahan and all of Oh, this. he mentioned you, huh? Oh, yeah, yeah, he wrote okay. extensively about it because, okay. you know, everything... I thought you had you listed his persona non grata, but... No, uh, no, okay. Joe's, uh, you know, Joe covers the political spectrum. And there's not much to cover on the right side except for me, pretty much. Um, because the more things change, the more things stay the same, the right, it, yeah. as you know. So, But you know, all that press is, is right there. But I did issue, and we're still looking, searching, hoping, praying, because a week ago today, last week, uh, there was a debate for CD1 candidates. Now, it's just within the party. Now, there's only 134 people who are going to be making the choice to select who's going to represent the Republican Party. I don't know about you folks, but that doesn't sound very good to me. I, when I tell people that they don't have a chance to vote for me in the primary, they're immediately upset. Okay. Because uh, I want to, you know, when is the voting? When, do, when are the polls open? Well, we still have to wait for Deborah Holland to get confirmed. That almost looks like a certainty at this point, uh, despite uh, a significant pushback uh, amongst uh, two or three uh, different representatives and one senator or two senators and one representative, uh, Montana. I believe in Iowa might be the other one, I think, uh, that are pushing back. But it's not enough noise to keep Deborah Holland from uh, taking the uh, <laughs> the throne for the Department of the Interior. So there was some things that were uh, thrown out there, and I wanted to find out, okay, well, everyone's talking about me during the debate, and how completely and totally unfair is this? And I can't even defend myself with a video. 
And so I reached out, uh, you know, just kind of getting feedback, trying to create meetings, and I've got a lot of them, which is pretty cool. You guys are so nice and generous, and everyone, you know, seemingly is is really getting behind me uh, in a number of ways. And I called uh, who I thought was my friend, Janice Arnold-Jones, and uh, immediately got this uh, this feedback from her, talking about, yeah, everything was good, except you brandished a weapon. And I'm like, uh, wow, brandished a weapon? You know, and I've been making a big deal about this all week because I can't find the video. Why can't we show it? And I would imagine if there was something that was so incredibly negative, I'm sure somebody photographed it, pushed it around, and that would also violate the very rules of the debate, would it not? If somebody else has a copy, do you want to have? If I'm just sitting there, you know, videoing another video, I think it's illegal to do uh, based upon what we all agreed to do uh, during that day. But she writes this. When constructive feedback, and, and went to her Facebook to, to do this. When constructive feedback turns into a press release with untrue information. Now, to put it politely, she was an addendum to this. Okay, she wasn't the focus. The focus is, why do we not have this recorded? Why is this not something out there that you... Like, how lack of... How much transparency do you not want? Not only are you only allowing 134 people to vote, but you won't even put out a debate video on which any Republican should be able to see at any point, for any time, for any reason. And it should be out there public front and center. Not everything's taking place in back rooms. And this is what makes me a little bit upset and angry, is that we can't be more transparent to allow the... Everybody would have wanted to see me or any of the other four people I would imagine in the debate. And I imagine the other four people would want them... To, to see how they did in the debate and put that out there as well. But I guess they don't want to see it. I could come out here and claim, yeah, I won the debate because they don't, I'm the only one requesting it. I think I am actually the only person who is requesting uh, that because I feel so good about what I came out with. There was no prep. Uh, we knew we had a little bit of time for an intro. We didn't know we had closing statements. When constructive feedback, Janice writes, it turns into a press release with untrue information. Wow. I shared with Eddie what several others had shared with me about his gun. Oh, that is completely open-ended. About his gun? You couldn't even be fair enough to be specific in terms of straightening out what you had stated on behalf of the other people who supposedly stated this stuff to you? It was not my opinion. How am I to know that? How do I know that she's taking other people's opinion and regurgitating them out? Just feedback. The conversation closed with a request to meet this week with me and John for our support. I may have to wash my hair. I may have to wash my hair. What, am I a greasy Mexican? What's next? Are you going to insult my heritage? Am I just another one of those lowlifes Republican Party from the South Valley? Is that what you think? You may have to wash your hair? Think about that for a second. What, I, 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 you're going to go out and put that on paper, not even adequately represent and misrepresent again, and then say that you must need to go, you need to go wash your hair? What was meant by that open-ended? Is this more of that sort of implicit racism that we've seen for so long in the Republican Party? I think it is. If I were to guess as open-ended as we can go ahead and, and assess this type of stuff, it must be. I find leaving anything open-ended completely and, con and totally gross. To come at me and say that you think you need to wash your hair after something, uh, you weren't even the main subject part. It was simply trying to get, hey, if, there's, if this, this is being talked about and we can't get an adequate representation, 
meaning a recording, either audio or visually, of what happened in that meeting. And this is a main subject of what everybody's talking about this week. As we come and try to figure out hundred and amongst 134 people who's going to represent the Republican Party, you're damn right I'm going to, fi- uh, I'm going to uh, be upset. I'm, I'm going to figure out before we get to the bottom of this one way or the other. This is what's wrong. This is bullying. This is ganging up on one person. I believe that if I'm not mistaken, Dowd, and I know that uh, you know, you're a libertarian, you don't care about this stuff. Small O. Isn't this exactly what we're doing with Donald Trump right now <laughs> in Washington, D.C.? Hard to make the argument otherwise. Well, let's just go ahead and uh, make up a bunch of stuff. We're going to, you know, uh, augment the video, augment the audio. Well, we're just going to talk about it. We're all going to agree that this is the story that's going on. This is no different. Uh, These people who are continuing to slander me and character assassinate me without providing evidence when I know it's there. I know someone hit record. I know somebody went out there and said, you know what, I want to see the recording of that thing. This, this is what's wrong. And this is, I ran for state party chair. I did all this kind of stuff, so I wanted to make the party. I would have hit record all day long. I wouldn't have waited an hour and 56 minutes to count 172 votes to figure out, well, we're having some problems counting the votes. <laughs> <laughs> but it's comical. Uh, your feedback, Dowd, as uh, someone who's not uh, no, even involved. I, this is the reason, you know, inter-party politics is bad. Uh, intra-party politics is often much worse. I mean, I guess... No, Donald Trump has the advantage of actually having audio and video of what he said, uh, which I don't. I've never found any of it uh, 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 provocative or insightful at all. Um, yeah, it's interesting. I mean, you can claim whatever you want if there's no recording. You, you, we can say Eddie Aragon sprouted wings and flew away. I mean, there I you guess. go. I, I, um, this is exactly what happened to me when there was a, a gang of, of women who said I did not attend. When I was on the Zoom meeting, uh, Rudy, do you want to tell that story very quickly, please, for our audience, where I was not in attendance despite the fact that I am running for CD1 in the Republican Party. I think that accusation was leveled at me as well. And that happened about uh, two, three weeks ago. What was interesting about that is the timing of the meeting was right as our show is ending, in the 6 o'clock hour, I, uh, y'all can see where I sit, Eddie was right here next to me, and we were on the we were on this particular sure. tablet, and we were on the meeting. And they, when they said that he wasn't there, you know, I texted back and I said, make sure that they understand he is here. He's right here next to me. And I also voted. I have my uh, tabulation. I had my recorded ticket. And now I have to keep track of every single thing I do. But they must have a, a track of that too. So why didn't they come out and say, "Oh, wait a minute"? And Sorry, he must have been there. Using it in their little text message groups with all their their various little clicks that they're running around and making up lies about me. So there you go. How can a party that is so irrelevant? I mean, again, I'm not I'm not a registered Republican, but I mean, the idea that you would be the circular firing squad when you are probably are are as irrelevant or more relevant than you've ever been in New Mexico history. Only been a state 108, 109 years. Right. Um, I don't know. I, I I marvel. You know, I saw the same thing in Connecticut. You know, a blue state with a with a very poor Republican Party. But is the Republican Party in condition a a consequence of the blue state uh, of it being a blue state, or is the Republican Party's failure to get get together on a good message and support good candidates the reason that it's a blue state? I, you know, correlation, causation, and you know the causality chain. You know, what what what, what the chicken and egg kind of issue. So. 
I, I marvel at these people. I see you gents fighting this war every day, and I just... Uh, well, I don't you know have that my, really uh, fighting. I just really feel like in, in all in complete and total fairness uh, with, with any of it, if you're going to use the term brandishing a gun yeah. uh, in any sort of segment, uh, you're not brandishing any gun. Uh, in order to brandish anything, you have to do so with... With anger, look it up. Anger, with intent, exactly. with intent uh, in, in some sort of emotional way. I mean, when you really look at it at the end of the day, I mean, my kids were on camera earlier. Think about that for a second. I mean, if you really want to... Were they brandishing of, guns, too? Or? Uh, yeah, I suppose <laughs> they were. I mean, at this point, uh, is anybody who's playing, uh, what is that game? Not Counter-Strike, uh, Call of Duty or anything like that. Is that is that also considered something, Right. I mean, is, is that also brandishing a weapon? Uh, it, it's just lost, I think, on a lot of people how we get ourselves in into um, these little quips with people. But uh, I looked this up a little bit earlier. Uh, brandishing means showing the weapon, exhibiting it to another person in a rude, angry, or threatening manner, right, or using right. it in a fight or quarrel. Yep. So when you're using this emotionally charged word, and then you're suggesting it to me, and I immediately, in the middle of the conversation, when she said brandishing a weapon, remember, it's not a weapon until you're, it's intent to use or has actually been discharged. So you might want to check yourself. And for the party that's supposed to be representing the Second Amendment, is it any wonder that we're starting to lose our freedoms? What part of do not infringe uh, do you talk? Uh, are <laughs> do you not understand? I think uh, for a lot of Republicans, it seems like uh, we all need a, a little bit of a lesson uh, I, when it comes to this. And I hate to say it, ladies and gentlemen, I don't want to be Mr. Drama Queen because I hate drama queenery. And my if I had a motto, it would be Talleyrand's wonderful phrase from years second centuries ago: "Above all, gentlemen, no zeal." Um, I have a home defense weapon. I used to work in an office not long ago with a guy who open carried, and. We work in communicating messages that the establishment in this country and a lot of the crazy politicos in this country absolutely despise. Uh, it makes a lot of sense to be able to defend yourself in the current climate. Thank um, you. Thank you. you know, Thank uh, you. And a libertarian at that. Yeah, I mean... Uh, Thank uh, you. Well... Accusing the libertarian of not adequately defending the Second Amendment is just offensive to me. No, I mean, no, 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 I didn't no, say I just, that. Yeah. I mean, I mean, in in the office yeah. over there. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. And uh, in fact, my uh, I, I, I was a contract employee, but I was up in, in Santa Fe with this gentleman uh, working for an organization I won't name, and he had he open carried in the Capitol, and a sergeant at arms came over and harassed him and said, "I need to see your license, and you know what? Why are you here?" And to say that he and I kind of didn't like that treatment uh, is an understatement. Uh, he did comply. He did show the license. I went down and asked the state cops in the rotunda, and I said, guys, you know, this guy, Sergeant at Arms, this little Napoleon over here just harassed my buddy, and uh, would you do, I mean, do you guys enforce, are there laws, are there laws or rules pertaining to the roundhouse and all this kind of thing? And they said, we, we never harassed anybody who was open carrying. Those were the state cops. So right. this was a political appointee, Sergeant at Arms of the legislature, who went after my my buddy uh, for open carrying in, in the? Uh, but I every day I went in that office, I knew that my friend, my semi coworker, had a weapon in that office, and I knew Steve Scalise, Rand Paul, okay, nut jobs come gunning for conservative libertarian people. It's happened before. Beautiful, and, beautiful, Doug. Thank yeah. you. I um, appreciate. So I, I appreciate your defense. Why of my wouldn't Eddie have a weapon with him? Myself. And if you want to come after me, ladies and gentlemen, I got a little. Uh, by the way, that picture right there shows the uh, current display of the flags at full mast. I got no less than six messages of uh, various people sending me in. 
the picture of the flag at full mast at the intersection of I-25 and I-40. Thank you to each and every person. Uh, full mast. Uh, full flags are at full mast. 550-5500. Call you in the queue. Go ahead. God bless you guys. We're, you're standing up for the Republican Party in New Mexico. It's a lost cause. This this state's never going to go red again. I, I like to think as you know, political parties as cubes. And if you look at us as a cube, right now the conservative party, the Republican Party, is fractured right down the middle of the cube. If you look back at Bernie Sanders and kind of what happened with Hillary Clinton, you know the DNC they they kept burning out, and that was a slight fissure in the cube of the Democratic Party. But right now, there's a fissure down the middle of the conservative Republican Party, and it's nationwide. But God bless you guys, man. You guys are conservative movement in New Mexico. This state's never going to go red again. And I'm not talking about election fraud. I'm just talking about the movement and what's happening. And it's really discouraging. And I hate to be a negative Nelly, but I want to dovetail that into another point. Well, let me ask you a question before you go into that double uh, dovetail. Yeah. Um, do you think that there's people in the Republican Party who are just controlled opposition? I mean, there's no way you could go this level for this long without having controlled opposition within the party. Um, your thoughts on that from the outside looking in? Yeah, I think I, I think the, that there's a there, I think it's fifty fifty. I think it's right down the middle. I yeah. think you have you know your 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 middle-of-the-road type conservatives who will advocate for liberal policies and just yep. kind of try to be the public. And then there's ones like Trump who really stand what they believe and it's, you know, this is what I'm going to do. And it is what it is, guys, and I think it's a lost cause. And I hate to be such a negative Nelly, but what concerns me is, is there's no industry in New Mexico and what we've got here going on is we've got the Republican Party is never going to win New Mexico again, maybe in my lifetime. And they're going to shut down our only industry. What happens when the federal government runs out of money? Because New Mexico is completely dependent on federal funds. So what I'm worried about is eventually the federal government's going to run out of money, and then New Mexico's going to run out of money because we don't have an industry. And I just, I hate to be a doomsday guy, but it's like, man, I don't see a bright light for New Mexico. Did you right hear now. our 4 o'clock hour? Did you hear about Michelle Lujan Grisham is not here? Flags aren't at uh, full. Uh, flags are at full mass. Uh, nothing was offered uh, over to uh, all that, but you know that's not the the worst of it. She's going to get bailed out from all her bad decisions because she left here in such a hurry. She forgot to do all those things to so get two billion dollars from the federal government for her bad decisions that she's made on the Energy uh, Transition Act with all the Democrat buddies. Yeah, yeah, I, you know, and that's what's frightening is we, we're we basically just kind of on a downward spiral here, and I've got yeah. real estate, I've got family and stuff, and I'm kind of just like, I feel like I'm chained to a freaking sinking ship, to be honest with you. Well, hang so, in there, hang in there. What's your first name, buddy? My name is Evan. Evan, I appreciate your call today, and I appreciate your passion. You must care to come in and place a call just like that here into the Kiva. Thanks, and call anytime. Download the app. Call you in the Kiva. Go ahead. Hey, Fellas, thanks. Um, thanks for hanging in there. I'm with the other guy. I am 59 years old. I'm a Hispanic woman. My dad was born and raised here, family all over the place. And I got to tell you, when even my brothers won't retire from the military here, I knew there was an issue. But my dad won't move. And until my dad passes on, we lost my mother a few years ago, 
I, I'm, I can't leave. I, I feel responsibility towards my father. But I got to tell you, I left the Democratic Party. I left the Republican Party. I came on as an independent. If I thought the Libertarian Party or or some other party would move more conservative, I would be the first one there. Yeah. I, I'm, I'm like the other guy. I'm so disappointed. So disappointed in our state. And, you know, and people always say you get who you vote for. Yep. People want something for nothing. They do. And they do. Don't. That's exactly right. And uh, yeah. they want the easy way out. That's And that's exactly what she's doing up in Washington, D.C. Right that's now, right. she's bailing herself out of those uh, bad decisions and, hey, everything is going to be okay. And all that money. What Again, the list, uh, Dowd, very quickly, is going to go to uh, tribal. Yes. What else? Yes. Uh, let me see if I can get it. Call it back. Sorry. Uh, she spoke with top White House aides. She said she's going to be getting health care, tribal investments, and other programs. Yeah, so there you go right there. That's not for restaurants. That's not for small business. That's not for anybody yeah. else. It's directly for all her voting groups uh, that she's going to give that money yeah. back out to. And everybody else can, you know, go pound sand, including the police officers. I think after yeah. what was shown today, this should be the last straw for any police officers uh, whatsoever. In fact, that's going to be our next segment. should be affiliated uh, uh, with the Democrat Party again. There's no way Tim Keller gets the endorsement. There's no way any police officer uh, with any yeah. good conscience could ever support a Democrat again, uh, given what's happened today. And, you know, Joe Biden didn't get the endorsement, so come on, people. Yep. I mean, I just, I mean, it's from the top down. It's awful. And I think the one, okay, and I know I'm probably going to get a lot of feedback on this, and I'm sorry I have to do this to you guys. But, you know, I was, when I saw them ride at the state cat at the, at our, in Washington, D.C., on January 6th, I said, how could they not know that that was going to happen? Well, that's the uh, that's that's the word right now. And the first person to get any of the reports yeah. from the sergeant of arms is none other than Nancy Pelosi. So if they exactly. they, they did know about that, Nancy Pelosi would have known uh, way ahead of anybody else. We got to run to a break. Uh, what's your what's okay. your uh, name, sweetheart? My name is Cindy, and I'm sorry you guys are off the FM. I I, I did some hunting to find you, so I'm glad I did. Oh well, you don't have to. We've been on uh, 1600 uh, for the last uh, 10 years, so. There you go. And, yeah, uh, you know, we still have all of our contracts with all of our big talkers. We're the second most powerful AM on the uh, AM side of the dial. And uh, we're also broadcasting other places as well. So I appreciate you very much. We are on Roku, Fire TV, uh, SoundCloud, Stitcher. And no matter what, all, just if you want to tell somebody to find us, just say, hey, just go type in Rock of Talk. I'm all over every place. I mean, you you cannot run in, into me by typing in those three words. And they're trademarked. <laughs> All right. Thank you, guys. All right. Thank you. In there. All right. Good stuff. We got to run to a break. We'll bring it back. We've got Murder Mike waiting, waiting in the wings. Always an exciting segment of the program. <laughs> well, unfortunately, it's the the wrong type of excitement, uh, but uh, nonetheless, uh, Murder Mike, are, are you there? I am here and ready, ready to rock and talk. All right. Well, oh, I like that. Look at look at Mike trying to use the number. He's like, I don't want to be Murder Mike. I want to I want to rock the talk. I like I'm, that. The, I'm the night crawler. Oh, that's good. The night crawler. Ooh, I like that. And 
There's a, you're a stringer is what you are, correct? Uh, that's correct. I'm an independent uh, freelance photojournalist, a.k.a. a new stringer. The only one new. in Albuquerque right there now, by go. the way. 532 here in the Kiva. Back and forth, AM 1600, KIVA, ABQ.FM, rockoftalk.com, Roku, Amazon Fire, SoundCloud, Stitcher, Apple, iTunes as well. Winter is here, and the real estate market in New Mexico is different than past years. Hello, this is Tracy Venturi with Venturi Realty Group of Keller Williams Realty. And this is Tico Venturi. If you're thinking of selling, let's talk about the reasons to sell now. There are a lot of unknowns going into 2021 for real estate. What's certain right now, buyer demand is very strong, interest rates are making monthly payments very affordable, and the number of homes available right now for sale is at an all-time low. Has there ever been a time when there was a great opportunity and you missed out don't wait to sell and miss out this time home buyers are waiting call us now to put a plan in place to get your home sold for top dollar studies have shown that the biggest regret of home sellers is that they don't start preparing to sell their home early enough if 2021 is a year you're going to move up move out or move on time to give us a call hire us the number one real estate team in new mexico call now 448-8888 or on the web welcome home abq.com this is Eddie Aragon, the Rock of Talk. Glad to be here with you to help your business. And right now, businesses are in desperate need of cash flow. Many businesses aren't going to make it through this crisis without a solution. Michael Trujillo has that solution. Host of Your Money Matters, 11.30 a.m. on Saturday. Michael, how can you help these businesses get cash flow today? Well, Eddie, all they have to do is pick up the phone, give us a call, and we can help them with that cash flow because we have many different federal programs that businesses can qualify for. But more importantly, we we also have over a hundred lenders on hand ready to go ahead and provide these loans to businesses so that they can continue when we are open again for business. Let's help your small business today, folks. If you own a car dealership, commercial real estate, you have a restaurant, how about a funeral home? Software development firms, engineering firm, plumbing and heating, you name it, Michael can help you. Eight five six. 1171 856-1171 or you can email him directly michael at michaeltrujillo.com that's michael at michaeltrujillo.com when it comes to vehicle maintenance and repair you want a place where you can be sure you're going to get reliable honest and quality service a place where a credentialed automotive expert will work on your vehicle and explain exactly what needs to be done and at a fair and honest price and so important where you won't be charged for parts and unnecessary service you may not even need now where's this place JJ's Premier Tire and Service, a one-stop shop for all your auto needs. Alignments, oil changes, brakes, computerized diagnostics, tune-ups, suspension, air conditioning, and more. And JJ's, the tire dealer for all major brands, including Michelin, Firestone, and Goodyear. Hi, I'm JJ, and we've built our reputation on honest, fair-priced auto repair. We promise you excellent auto service, and we treat our customers the way we want to be treated. Trust JJ's Premier Tire and Service on San Antonio, just west of Wyoming. Call 821-5771. Bad credit? Need it fixed? At Credit Rescue, Inc., our services have been used by mortgage companies, banks, and auto dealerships to help people who have been turned down for credit. Don't spend the next 7 to 10 years as a victim of high interest. Remember, knowledge is power, and you now have a way to get back your credit worthiness. Bad credit can haunt people for years. Let's rescue your credit at Credit Rescue, Inc. Call me, Mike Ramos to set up an appointment today at 505-899-1448. That's 899-1448. 
Hi, this is Mark Minicucci with the Minicucci Insurance Agency. We are privately held and locally owned. We market property and casualty insurance products and risk management services primarily to a variety of companies located within New Mexico and the surrounding states. We are able to meet the needs of a large international company as well as small local businesses. We focus on construction, onshore energy, defense contractors, health care, professional liability, and a variety of other industries. Call us today at 883-3683. 883-3683. All right, time to put things together. We're going to start with the weather. Looking like a cold weekend. You can already feel it as the sun sets and you see the clouds. You say, yeah, we're not going to have 60s tomorrow. In fact, we're going to have 30s both weekend days. And on Sunday night, it's going to go down to 9 degrees overnight. Get the extra blankets for sure. 45 degrees right now with cloudy skies in Santa Fe. 55 at Civic Plaza downtown and 55 here at the Rock of Talk. All right, the accident is off the, off the freeway now. I-25 southbound at uh, Avenida Cesar Chavez. Uh, I'm sorry, uh, yeah, but I got to tell you, traffic is still very slow all the way back now, almost to the big eye. So do budget in a little extra time. A lot of folks are getting off at Lomas and trying to use maybe uh, Broadway as an alternative, but even that is getting really stocked up solid from coal all the way to um, Avenida Cesar Chavez. All right. Uh, well, this traffic report is brought to you by Taco Torte. They are on Central, right across from the historic Highland Theater. We all know where that is. Oh, you want to get to know that a lot. They have this incredible five-meal deal. They're going to be opening up next week because they've been remodeling. They'll open up for indoor dining next week. But for right now, this weekend, it's Taco Torte tonight. Family of five, half pound of meat, 12 fresh handmade tortillas, the rice, beans, chips, and salsa, you get it all at Taco Tote. If you'd like to order this, just go to tacos.theplaceilike.com. All right, we're up to date now. Let's dive back into the Rock of Talk. Albuquerque's macro aggression. Eddie Aragon, the Rock of Talk. 538 here on this beautiful Friday warm afternoon. Getting cold Saturday, Sunday, but that's okay. Adam's going to be at work building Hope Christian School and their ever-expanding plans. And i got to say, that is pretty cool. That's great. Uh, Mike, before we get to you, I just want you to sit there on hold for a second. I'm going to bring the Albuquerque Police Officers Association president live on the line right now. And, you know, when we want to talk to police officers, there's only one person we go to first. And... That's uh, always uh, Sean Willoughby, uh, and he heads up uh, representing more than 900 police officers here in the city of Albuquerque. Uh, Sean, good afternoon on this somber day. Good afternoon, sir. How are you doing today? I'm good. Thanks for uh, joining us. Uh, we understand that the governor is in Washington, D.C. Uh, there was no official statement here on the day of the uh, the funeral for Officer Jarrett, uh, who we lost on February 4th in a pit maneuver. Uh, down south uh, with a 38-year-old uh, cartel member, from what we understand. And we're looking at all of the flags here, especially the one at I-25 and I-40, not at half-mast, and no official statement uh, was given, nor was uh, Michelle Lujan Grisham, our governor, in attendance uh, for one of her black angels that has fallen. And as you know, they're at her command. I wanted you to uh, take a uh, a couple of minutes here and uh, give us uh, your thoughts on all of what I just laid out to you. Oh, wow, that's news to me. What a disappointment. I know the flags were ordered at flag, at half-mast when the officer was murdered, but uh, to not have the, the leader of this state and the leader, the commander-in-chief of that police department at the funeral um, to pay their last respects to the family uh, is, is a very big 
disappointment. And I think it all comes down to leadership. Yep. No question about it. Well, I just wanted to uh, get your official statement uh, on that and and put that I'll out there you, for the public I because I think we need thing. to hear. Yes, absolutely. This is this is how I feel. Actions speak louder than words, right? You're constantly hearing you're constantly hearing from politicians all over both sides of the fence how much they support law enforcement but actions speak louder than words and and the actions that we saw today out of the governor there are no words to describe the disappointment but it's obvious that the leader of this state and leaders in the legislature of this state right now that are that are in santa fe creating laws in a state that has a magnitude of real problems don't support law enforcement and the the silent majority of this state needs to engage because we need your help we need your help every law enforcement entity everywhere in this state we're under attack and we need your help and we need you guys to start holding these people accountable not just today but on election day uh election day that's uh very important obviously uh detective sean willoughby talk for a moment uh, very quickly about what you're pushing out, and that, of course, is on a bill that uh, we decided we wanted to kill last week, HB 227. Uh, you guys basically have to do every single thing, exhaust every resources, uh, every resource before you can actually use a uh, force that might have to be adequate to take down the perpetrator or the thug. Yes, it's, it's completely uh, backwards mentality. Uh, let's complain about officer-involved shootings and then take away the less lethal technology that prevents officer-involved shootings. It's like the most brilliant plan I've ever seen. That being said, if you want to engage and you want to tell these folks how you feel about it, text 52886. That's 52886. Hashtag support officers. Send that email. It automatically goes to every single legislator and to include the governor's office. Tell them how you feel. If you want to help us with qualified immunity and HB4, you can ta text the same number to no HB4. That's 52886 no HB4. Anybody and everybody, if you've sent the email already, send it again. Keep sending those emails. We need to send a clear message to the individuals who are supposedly representing the people of this state and tell them what we want them to do because everything that's going on in the state of New Mexico is the wrong direction for New Mexico. I can't even worry about what's going on in Washington right now because there's treachery 45 minutes away from my home in Santa Fe and we need this community to get engaged. Uh, Officer, uh, Detective Sean Wilby, thank you so much uh, for being here and uh, I don't know if you want to say any words on behalf of every police officer out there as well as the family of uh, Officer State Police Officer Jarrett. Well, I'll tell you what, I'm good friends with the president of the New Mexico State Police Officers Association. He's a strong advocate. Um, the Black Angels, as we call them, are some of the most proactive, respected law enforcement agencies in this state. Every single one of their hearts are broken right now. Um, their family is torn. This is going to impact the police family forever. Um, this is not something that we get over, and it should impact everybody's family in this community because what happened to him shouldn't happen. We're all in sorrow today burying one of our brothers 
while our legislators are trying to take tools away from us that would protect us in situations like this. This is not a game show. This is not a TV series. These men and women go out there and they put their lives on the line every day. Every time they pull over a vehicle, every call they take, they're putting their lives and their families' lives on the line for a complete stranger. And we need your help. We absolutely do. Uh, uh, Detective Sean Willoughby, tell uh, we love you and all the officers uh, out there, and our thoughts and our prayers are with the uh, Jared family. Thank you so much, Eddie. Thank you. Uh, quick, quick update, Eddie. Um, the governor's <clears throat> press release list. Uh, there has been an addition that I, I has been must have been gone up very, fairly recently, maybe in the last few minutes or hours. Um, <laughs> nothing relating to Officer Jarrett, trying to honor the memory of Officer Jarrett, extending any condolences to the family. Uh, she has appointed, uh, uh, on Friday, today, she has appointed Christine Bustos to fill a vacant seat on the Rio Arriba County Commission. So, oh, that's good, good to that's know the priorities. Yeah. She has no soul. This is really wrong. I have such a respect for Sean Willoughby as I just listened to him. That's amazing. Yep, and uh, there it is. He did not, he was totally and completely unaware of everywhere and all the other media. No one's even talking about this. This is why you guys listen to the Kiva. This is why you tune in every single day because we tell you things that you aren't going to find anywhere else, including our uh, new stringer that's out there. Uh, <laughs> we got Mike uh, Kloss and uh, Murder Mike. Uh, there he is. Murder Mike. Yeah, Murder I'll, Mike. I'll stick with the Nightcrawler. That's okay. It sounds a little bit better. We're the ones that crawl through the, the neighborhood, the bad neighborhoods at 2 or 3 in the morning, cruising down you know, Dallas, uh, Pennsylvania, yeah. looking, you know, the shots being fired over the hood, you know, so... So we got uh, 20, 20 murders on the year, uh, and uh, that's official. That's the official. Um, yeah, that's the official count. We're looking at possibly three or more, three or more uh, homicides, but they're still in, being investigated. So I can't say anything about it at that point. You know, so I, I, at that point, what can you say? Uh, you know, I. Uh, I assimilate. I can't find the right words because uh, Officer Willoughby just blew me away because I'm out there every day uh, shooting video of the police department doing what they have to do best. That's enforcing the law. And, um, you know, that what sometimes it can take 30 seconds to go through the, all the stages leading up to uh, use of lethal force. And then I've I've sat at SWAT situations for five and six hours where they're pleading with the guy to come out when they could just easily shoot him and get rid of it. So they're 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 trying and they're to take their tools away. And I mean it, it blows me away because I see these officers every day and they're out there doing their thing and uh, they respond to a call. I'm on one side of the tape and they're on the other and they're doing their thing and. It, we have the most professional, outstanding police department. I think we should be proud of it and support it as a community. Absolutely. I couldn't agree with you more, Mike. All right, give us the latest uh, to wrap up the weekend here. And I know with the colder temperatures, the good thing that does cold, uh, come with colder temperatures is uh, lower uh, violent crime rates. Lower violent crime. And one of the things I, I noticed that uh, from one thirty in the morning till 2.45, there was uh, eight calls for service. Uh, regarding down and out. And that ties up a police officer, an yeah. ambulance, a right. fire truck, and a rescue. Right. So eight in an hour. Uh, there was five calls for service in a 45-minute time for suicides. This is anything from attempted to calling it in to completing the suicide. So that gives you an idea. And in, and in overall, I probably hear 15 to 20 calls a day for shots being fired, 
anywhere from two to seven a day of actual shootings, but they go to the scene, they might find casings, blood, but no victim. So uh, a lot of it, and the media does not tell us about it. I'm the only one out there that is really telling people what is really happening on the scene out there in Albuquerque. And I continue to do so until somebody shoots me. <laughs> well, that's good. Well, stay safe, Mike. And uh, uh, the last, uh, what well, we have four homicides, uh, according to the front page of the Albuquerque Journal, in the last 36 hours. Is that correct? Four. And that would make, and with the one on Lynn, that would make five in February and 14 in January. So do the math. Yeah, well, that's 19. And we said 20. Yeah, well, <laughs> I mine. mean... There, there is 20, but uh, one has an OMI release yet, so it's 20, but they just haven't been able to dot the I's and cross yeah, the T's. And that's the, uh, that's the one that's the uh, uh, floater, correct? Yeah, the floater, and then also the stabbing, the two stabbings that we had. So. Oh, wow. Okay, wow. Wait, wait. Tell me when you got a slam-down number where we're at, because uh, uh, I know <laughs> that only you'll be covering this, and we'll have to get right. this back out to the uh, police officers uh, as well. All right, I appreciate uh, you, Mike, so much, and uh, have a safe weekend. And if there's anything breaking, where can uh, our audience find you over the weekend? Uh, ABQ Metro News on Facebook. Got 25,000 followers and growing every day. And, of course, if it's a breaking story, it's always a here first on uh, the Kiva, the Rock right. Talk. Oh, you're the best. There we go. Love. Uh, <laughs> Thank love, you, Eddie. Love, 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 you are, you be are, safe out there. Such a sweet man. Just, uh, Does Mike seem to be saying that there's shots fired, there's blood found, but no body? So there are murders going unreported. Well, you don't want to say murder. Again, Potential a shooting. Potential yeah, shooting. Yeah. Yeah. The body's ending up in, a, in out in the desert somewhere. Be back to uh, wrap up the hour when we return. Thanks for listening. Cellophane flowers never happened for me. Sleeping the day off, watching the night. Do you believe the U.S. can run trillion-dollar deficits forever without consequence? Do you believe our politicians have any incentive to rein in spending? Do you believe the stock and bond markets are on solid ground? If you don't, and if you believe something's wrong, but you also believe there will be an opportunity as things change, then call Greg Zanetti at Zanetti Financial. He's been helping people with their investments since 1986. He sees the investment world through a clear lens. He gets it. No annuities, no insurance, no investor profiles. The goal is to make you money. Call Greg today at 250-3754 or visit him at ZanettiFinancial.com. Salon Deluxe and Tan Rio West have partnered together to offer hair, nail, and skin care with our signature Solitone, Lumi Facial, and Lumi Lift, and Brazilian Blowout. And this is Deb Slight from Tan Rio West Life. We specialize in permanent makeup, tattoo removal, Botox, Juvederm, spray tan, and eyelash extensions. You can reach us at 896-0586 at the salon or call Deb at Tan Rio, 994-2390. We're located at the Country Club Plaza in Rio Rancho, New Mexico. Want the honesty, affordability, and reliability of a household plumber without the crack? Call Rogers Plumbing and Heating, family-owned and operated since 1973, for all your plumbing needs. Reaching Albuquerque, Baylor, Moriarty, Santa Fe, New Laguna, Pueblo, and anywhere in between. Rogers Plumbing and Heating is not only fast and reliable service, being family-owned and operated since 1973 means they always put their customers first and hold each of their employees to the highest moral, professional, and ethical standards. So when you need a fix without the crack, call Rogers Plumbing and Heating at 243-9703. Don't get caught unprepared to defend yourself. I'm Keith Cope with VigilantFirearms.com. We provide calm, safe, and effective training for concealed carry or any other gun training classes. VigilantFirearms.com, 312-0065. 312-0065.
Hi, I'm Kevin with Futons and Frames. We've been doing business in Albuquerque for over 30 years. We have the largest selection of futon frames in the state. Our futons are made right here in the USA. So if quality, service, and knowledge of product matter to you, then come on down to 4311 Manal or call us at 881-6863. Hi, I'm Walt Arnold with Sperry Van Ness Commercial Real Estate. Are you currently leasing but have always wanted to own a building? Looking to take advantage of all-time historically low interest rates? Call my direct line now at 256-1255 or visit waltarnold.com. In our increasingly busy world, it is always nice to take a little time to sit down and relax. At Monty's Cigar Shop, we offer everything to help you do just that. There's nothing better than spending time smoking a great premium cigar with family and friends. Monty specializes in artisanal, hand-rolled cigars that make up just 2% of the worldwide cigar market. With over 2,000 different kinds of the absolute best cigars for you to choose from, you are guaranteed to find the perfect fit. Whether you've been smoking cigars for years or you're just starting now, we'll find the right cigar for you. Stop by and see us at 3636 San Mateo in Albuquerque or give us a call at 505-881-7999. That's 505-881-7999. Do you have any more of a nest egg now than you did this time last year? If you're not moving toward reasonable financial goals, it's time for a chat with Tom Crow of Crow Financial Advisors. Visit CrowAboutMoney.com. Ready for some adventure? Then explore our new array of Lear's superior camper shells and tonneau covers at Smith's Ultimate Linings. Fiberglass base rails, trimless edges, DuPont automotive finish. Enjoy safety and superior advantages Lear offers. We'll even take $100 off with a purchase of a shell and liner. Visit our website at smithsultimate.com or call us at 505-332-1403 to begin your journey today with Smith's Ultimate Linings. Maintaining your cutting equipment is essential to the longevity of your tools and the quality of your product. Whether you're a woodworking professional, metalworking professional, hobbyist, or you just need a new edge on your kitchen knives or gardening tools, trust the sharpening experts at Precision Sharpening to help keep your tools in excellent condition. 884-8229-884-8229. It's made Albuquerque famous, Breaking Bad and the Candy Lady, a national landmark and an old town anchor for almost 40 years. Right here at 424 San Felipe and on the web at CandyLady.com, a tribute to Breaking Bad and a spectacular taste sensation that you'll never find anywhere else. Life Spring at Salon Helena with Albuquerque's Healthy Salt Spa. 30 minutes in this salt spa can alleviate symptoms from asthma and bronchitis, improve symptoms from colds, flu, and sinus infection. See more. iBreatheSalt.com. Dad, I think we're in deep doo-doo. Is that why everyone keeps buying all the toilet paper? Actually, New Mexico culture is rich. Plus, Monroe's has red chili, green chili, and the best customers in the world to go with it. Boy, Dad, you must really love our customers. I sure do, just like I love you, Stella. Hey, what about me? Of course you too, Ava. Want the honesty, affordability, and reliability of a household plumber without the crack? Call Rogers Plumbing and Heating, family-owned and operated since 1973, for all your plumbing needs. Reaching Albuquerque, Baylor, Moriarty, Santa Fe, New Laguna, Pueblo, and anywhere in between. Rogers Plumbing and Heating is not only fast and reliable service, being family-owned and operated since 1973 means they always put their customers first and hold each of their employees to the highest moral, professional, and ethical standards. So when you need a fix without the crack, call Rogers Plumbing and Heating at 243-9703. All right, time to put things together, starting with the weather. After a really great week, it's going to be a really cold weekend. 30 both days. In fact, on Sunday night, the overnight low is going to be 9 degrees. That's chilly. 
All right, right now, 52 degrees in, uh, at the Santa Ana Stars, 55 at Tanawan, and 54 here at the Rock of Talk. I, last report, I told you they cleared up the accident, I-25 southbound at Avenida Cesar Chavez, and I was right. And then I looked at the screen, 18 seconds after the last report. As people are getting out of the mess, right before Gibson, the lanes are blocked again with yet another accident. We've got to be careful, guys. This is a tough drive still all the way back to Lomas. And again, people are bailing there and then trying to use Broadway to get across. Just not enough roadway there because that's stopped up on Broadway southbound pretty much from uh, lead all the way to try and rejoin the freeway at Gibson. All right, this traffic report is brought to you by Sunny Side Up. Sun's up, dine-in tables are open every day at Sunny Side Up on Manal at Louisiana. Great stuff. The pumpkin pecan waffle. They make their own banana nut syrup. you got to try this. It's great. And a pumpkin iced coffee. You get it all. It just doesn't get better than this. Sunny Side Up on Manal at Louisiana. All right, we're up to date now. Let's dive back into the Rock of Talk. Albuquerque's macro aggression. Eddie Aragon, the Rock of Talk. All right, 557. Very quickly, we're going to race through all these uh, text messages, and uh, you guys are pretty fired up. That's good. Uh, Eddie, some shooting victims are taken to the hospital by private conveyance. Some sustain minor wounds. Some go and reported gangsters have their own justice as well. Melvin checks in the Republican Party leadership, including Pierce and Joy, the power of controlling who opposes or is too weak to oppose Democrat Party. Two sides of the corrupt coin. Uh, let's see what else we've got here. Remember my extended family sucked it for APS surveillance testing. A teacher not in the classroom. I did not know APS was doing this. A person with this contact information was tested on 22110. Born in 64, and your COVID-19 test results are negative. This test did not detect the virus. If you have any questions, uh, please call the 600-3453 number. Uh, let's see. No MLG at Chili's in Manal on Louisiana. Saw that one. Regular citizens can't even join. Check out the CSPOA. Here's my... Um, here is uh, my press release. Let me read it very quickly. What do I have? A minute and a half. Eddie Aragon criticizes Governor Lujan Grisham for missing funeral of state police officer. Eddie Aragon, candidate to represent New Mexico's first congressional district today, criticized Governor Michelle Lujan Grisham for missing the funeral of New Mexico state police officer Darian Jarrett and for failing to order state government flags to be flown at half mass. Governor Lujan Grisham missed Officer Jarrett's funeral because she was in D.C. begging for the Biden administration to replace the revenue she lost from New Mexico by shuttering the oil and gas industry through Energy Transition Act, Aragon said. By refusing to order our state government flags to be flown at half-mast, she has shown her disrespect to all New Mexico law enforcement officers. Officer Jarrett, a father of three with a fourth child on the way, was shot in the line of duty February 4th during a traffic stop on I-10 east of Deming. He was helping the Homeland Security when he pulled over his killer, who was on his way to a drug deal. Although it's not my district, uh, Aragon says... The southern half of New Mexico is experiencing the worst state government overreach, Aragon said. The counties there are in debt. The New Mexicans are fleeing to Texas, yet the governor cannot trouble herself to show up at the funeral of a state police officer whom she commands. Detective Sean Willby, president of the officer, Albuquerque Police Officer Association, said it's obvious that our governor does not support our law enforcement officers. We need your help, not only today, but on Election Day. It's been 30 years since a New Mexico state police officer was killed in the line of duty. Only six state police officers have been killed since 1937. Aragon is a host of this radio station. He has uh, been able to garner 15,000 signatures to recall the governor. Let's hit the top of the hour, Fox News. Thanks, everybody, for listening.
You're listening to Fox News ABQ.FM, K229CL 93.7 FM, and AM 1600 KIVA Albuquerque. The impeachment trial continues. I'm Mary Corsetti, Fox News. Former President Trump's legal team giving its defense arguments in the Senate today. Incitement of insurrection is the lone article of impeachment in this trial. President Trump's attorney, Mark Vanderveen, argued what happened at the Capitol was not connected to his client. You can't incite what was already going to happen. Harrowing images of the Capitol under siege were the hallmark of the case from House impeachment managers. And so President Trump's counsel played video of Democrats stoking violence against Republicans. Mr. Trump's attorneys accused Democrats of selectively editing the videos and leaving out context. Defense attorneys boomerang the words of the Democrats. They focused on one word in particular, fight. Fox's Chad Pergram reporting. A vote could take place as early as Saturday. Democrats would need a minimum of 17 Republicans to vote with them in order to convict Trump for incitement of insurrection. Meanwhile, New York Governor Andrew Cuomo coming under fire over a discovery and how the state reported its COVID-19 death numbers, especially concerning nursing homes. Bipartisan outrage after details of a private video conference call between New York Governor Andrew Cuomo's secretary, Melissa DeRosa, and state legislators went public, in which DeRosa appears to admit the Cuomo administration withheld the true number of COVID-19 deaths in nursing homes. Additional fury after a new report obtained by the Associated Press shows that more than 9,000 recovering COVID patients in New York were released into nursing homes under a controversial directive by the governor which forced nursing homes to take sick patients in, which is 40% higher than what the state health department originally released. Fox's Laura Ingle reporting, New York State Senators on both sides of the aisle calling for the governor to be stripped from his pandemic emergency powers. America is listening to Fox News. Progressive Motorcycle presents Road Wisdom from the Motor. In life, there's no stopping. But if you do... Make sure no one is behind you. All clear. Progressive Motorcycle also presents basic policies starting at $79 a year. Progressive Motorcycle, for those who were born to ride. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Annual premium for basic liability policy is not available in all states. In honor of President's Day, Dell delivers savings to help America's small businesses get more done. Office anywhere. With up to 50% off high-performance laptops, desktops, and servers with Intel Core processors and top-brand electronics. Plus, refresh now with flexible financing options. Call 877-ASK-DELL for a Dell Technologies advisor who can help you find the right tech. That's 877-ASK-DELL or visit dell.com slash President's Day. The White House says President Biden will seek to close the prison of the U.S. base at Guantanamo Bay following a review process. Press Secretary Jen Psaki says it's the intention of the Biden administration to close the detention facility, which was opened after the September 11th attacks to hold people suspected of ties to al-Qaeda and the Taliban. Plus, the CDC laying out some guidelines for how students and teachers can return to the classroom. To go back, teachers don't need to be vaccinated against COVID-19, according to new guidance from the CDC. The CDC suggests 
suggests teachers should still be prioritized for vaccines. The districts should be broken up into four zones, blue and communities with low transmission, red where there's high transmission, and students should social distance at least six feet in PPE. So far, the White House hasn't promised to follow these new guidelines to a T. The Democrats drawing up a COVID-19 relief bill on Capitol Hill still want it to include a $15 per hour minimum wage. Fox's Peter Ducey adding that congressional Republicans and even some Democrats are objecting to the proposed relief bill because of the $1.9 trillion price tag. As part of the package, President Biden wants to send $350 billion to state and local governments as well as tribal governments. And this says the doors reopen again at restaurants in the Big Apple. Indoor dining in New York City reopens Friday at 25%, but some restaurant owners say it's not enough. Jose Cho of Florida Mayo says 25% only gives his staff two to three days of work a week, while 50% could bring them back to full time. And Jeremy Vladis, owner of Good Enough to Eat, says at 25%, he'll actually lose money after paying his team in the cost of food and beverage. But at 50%, he could start paying off some bills. Last week, 70 bars and restaurants filed for an emergency injunction to reopen at half capacity. A judge has yet to make a decision. Aisha Hasni, Fox News. I'm Mary Corsetti, and this is Fox News. It is time to put things together in our third hour, and we're going to start with the weather. Hi, everybody. I'm Rudy Grande. Lots to talk about. It's going to be cold this weekend, 30 both days, and uh, Sunday night it's going down to 9, and that's without a windshield factor, so just get ready. You're going to need the extra blankets, no doubt. Right now, though, 51 degrees in Rio Rancho. It's 53 in Four Hills and 54 at the Rock of Talk. All right, I told you about the accident on uh, Gibson that was southbound. Uh, they cleared the one at Avenida Cesar Chavez, then the one at Gibson. That one just cleared as well. But traffic still stumbling along all the way back to Lomas. For some reason, Paseo del Norte seems to be struggling on both sides of the fence on the westbound side. From Ventura to Wyoming, it's under 15, I'm sorry, under 20 miles an hour. And uh, on the eastbound side, coming off I-25 up to Louisiana. Get ready. It is a test of patience. All right. Monty's Cigar Shop is where you need to go if you're looking for a great cigar. They're on San Mateo, just north of Comanche, with the biggest humidor in town. That means the biggest selection of both blends and also prices. If you're looking for something very specific, you got to talk to Matt or any of the people on the staff there. They'll tell you the best one for you. Monty's Cigar Shop, San Mateo, just north of Comanche. All right, with that, with that back to the Rock of Talk.
Mexico uh, State Police Officer Darian Jarrett was shot and killed in the line of duty uh, on the 4th of February. For the first time since his passing, his family talked about, this is from KOAT, during the impact he made during his short 28 years here on Earth. Darian Jarrett was born in Silver City to John and Gloria Jarrett. He was raised in Lordsburg, said David Tarango, his uncle and fellow New Mexico State Police Officer. The family of Officer Jarrett said he was a lifelong New Mexican. He served his community until his last breath. Family remembers Darian as a happy, outgoing, lovable person. He added that Jared loved others wholeheartedly. Darian Jared was an amazing man. He was an amazing son, uncle, father, and police officer, said Gabriella Jared, whom Jared shared two kids with. He wore his dad's cape loud and proud. He would do anything for his children just to hear them laugh or see them smile. She said he loved being a, being a police officer, but his favorite job was being a father. He told me how at the end of his workday, his favorite thing to do was opening up the door and having his kids run to his legs to give him big hugs and welcome him home after a long day. His children have lost their best friend. He's gone too soon, but his impact lives on. Darian was honored to be a part of the special New Mexico State Police family. He will always be in his children's hearts, loving them in ways that they cannot see, but I know that they will feel, according to his wife, Gabriella Jarrett. So, pretty uh, tough day for the uh, state of New Mexico and especially for uh, the state of New Mexico State Police. And uh, there was nobody from, well, as far as we can tell, uh, Dowd also looked in to see if um, Lieutenant Governor Howie Morales was there. Uh, flags were not flown at half mass. Several people also texting in. Uh, Eddie, the governor, uh, ordered flags at half mass for Officer Jarrett to run from the 5th through the 9th only. Um, and they should have been uh, all the way uh, through today, I would imagine. Uh, that would have been the best thing. Uh, impeach MLG, it is no confidence vote for our governess. All police officers should unify in getting these to you immediately. So that is uh, tough to hear, tough to think about when you think about a man who is expecting his fourth child on the way and... Uh, you can watch his courage uh, on display as he took the last breaths uh, before he lost his life by taking out one of the bad guys in the white truck um, as he executed perfectly his pit maneuver to bring the subject uh, to his knees and prevent him from hurting anybody else. So, any words, uh, Rudy? I just... You know, I can't help but say I just am going to pray for that family for a while. I did not know he had a child still on the way. Yep. That is just heartbreaking. It is absolutely uh, devastating. So well, Tremendous respect for Sean Willoughby. The words that he gave this afternoon right here were just so powerful. What a good, good officer. Let's take a moment of silence uh, and remember Officer Jarrett in your own words. Albuquerque's macro aggression. Eddie Aragon, the Rock of Talk. 606 in the 505 with more 401 here for your third hour here on this Friday evening. I am Eddie Aragon, the Rock of Talk on AM 1600 KIVA. 
Directly to Roku TV, Amazon Fire TV. You can uh, catch us as well on Spotify, Stitcher, and the app as well. Don't forget, uh, folks, sign up for uh, all the great uh, news that's coming out of rockoftalk.chat. And uh, that's pretty exciting there. We'll take a couple of calls to kick off uh, the third hour. Oh, you're in the Kiva. Go ahead. Hey, Eddie, thank you for taking my call. That uh, The taps really brought back some memories because uh, in the paper, when they first reported uh, the officers uh, shooting down south, uh, they said that uh, 30 years ago, Glenn Hooper was killed in the line of duty. And uh, I went to school with him at Roswell at New Mexico Military Institute. We were in K-Troop together. He was a first, first platoon sergeant, and I was second platoon sergeant. And he was, uh, he went to school at uh, Santa Fe, uh, uh, Santa Fe, uh, high school. And I used to catch rides with him to hear, hear, to hear, uh, sometimes to, to hear in Albuquerque from Roswell. And then my parents would pick me up and take me up to Hamas. But, uh, yeah, I, I went to his funeral. I took the day off and went to his funeral. I was up at Santa Cruz because that's where his second wife was from. And, uh, it's, it's a shame that, uh, you know, during COVID, you know, you, uh, that day at, Santa Cruz, there was representatives from uh, uh, state police and uh, other agencies around the nation that lined the, the road from the church out to the to the Harris, and then also at the National Cemetery, it was it was a wall policeman, and I also knew his parents because I showed them a couple of paintings that I did of Pacino. So I, I spoke to their, his parents over at the National Cemetery, and that that taps was just eerie and and and, and well deserving. Thank you, Eddie. Yeah, absolutely. Michael, thank you uh, for uh, calling in. And if you have anything that uh, you guys, uh, yes, uh, thank you. The great tribute. And um, uh, I think we all need to thank our police officers. And, yes, every police officer should, uh, in my opinion, be getting behind uh, the recall uh, petition for impeach MLG uh, for certain. Uh, tough time. Well, I guess we should... Uh, again, what is my prediction on Virgin Galactic? I believe you said by the end of February 2021, it will be in the dumpster. <clears throat> All right, uh, stock price today, uh, young man. What do we? Where, where well, are we, at? we lost a little uh, value today. We shareholders, unfortunately, uh, down eight percent. We lost about four dollars and eighty-eight cents, and that is basically due to a tweet that emerged. Uh, I guess it was this morning. <clears throat> it must have been this morning. Yeah, it's kind of interesting. Uh, see what you can make of this. Uh, it's not very descriptive. <laughs> Uh, here it is. Quote, flight test update. Remember, the, we were looking at possibly having a flight test as soon as tomorrow. Flight test update. We have been progressing through our pre-flight preparations and during that process. We have decided to allow more time for technical checks. We are working to identify the next flight opportunity. Wow. Uh, and I lost four bucks because of that one dang tweet. Hazy, hazy. Failure to launch. I uh, believe we've got another SPAC candidate uh, now, and that would be... Uh, well, Virgin Orbit. <laughs> believe it or not, Richard Branson has his hands on another space enterprise. Now, no word at all on whether they have any interest in New Mexico. They fly out of California well, right now. they're launching all their little mini cube satellites right, out, right? right, right, right just, they're right. going to just throw trash out there. Although I tell you, the, 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 the market, because we've mini-tri satellites so much now, and they talk about CubeSats and PicoSats and all... The market for small launchers, I mean, there's probably dozens of companies uh, trying to get into the small launcher business, of which Virgin Orbit is just one. So, not a company I'll be investing in. I'm sticking with Virgin Galactic. I'm a loyal shareholder. But what is Pico? I can't look it up. Is it Pico 10 to the negative 9? Yeah, small. Is that what it is? <laughs> small. Uh, yeah. Pico, decimal, I'll just look up that. 
I think it's 10 to the... I used to... Uh, well, there's a lot of people very excited one, about this. 1, 2, 3, see, nine, it's, it's negative 11. Negative 11. Yeah, so um, it's it's milli, micro, nano, pico. Right. Um, pico, I used to know a little Spanish uh, thing, but the metric prefix, it's the negative ninth. Go ahead. Okay. No, I just there's a lot of interesting things going on with miniaturization of satellites, and so uh, Elon Musk, of course, is launching, you know, is in the middle. I think I read this week he may even be offering, I think it's $99 a month for your, your satellite internet <laughs> service. Um, anywhere in the world. It's so um, spooky. So uh, satellites are being miniaturized, and a lot of companies are looking into the, being able to build vehicles that will launch those smaller, smaller but more capable satellites. So... Branson's got another. He, Virgin Galactic Eddie has been such a success. He wants to go with Virgin Orbit now and <laughs> have another space company. Well, um, the uh, success is relative because it's uh, it's uh, Chamath Palapatia and the old pump and dump that's yep. uh, seemingly working in conjunction. Not seemingly is working in conjunction uh, uh, with Mazinski. Mazinski, did I get that correctly? Mazinski. Mazinski, excuse me. And Chelsea Clinton. Mazinski is married to Chelsea Clinton. Uh, we know the social capital company Ms. Vinsky was pop, uh, part of was uh, with Pump and Dump Chamas uh, Palapatia. Apologize uh, for that. Uh, a lot of syllables in there. And uh, they've created what's essentially this SPAC in order to uh, feed a bunch of money in and create all this value where these investors are racing in. Now, I know we had uh, the 3 o'clock or the 4 o'clock news that I was listening to, and they're looking into Robinhood right now, which has now been subpoenaed, oh. if I'm not mistaken, and they're trying to figure it out. And remember, Chamath Palapatia was on the other side of that, defending Robinhood, doing everything he possibly can, so that, you know, these people are a hell of a lot smarter on the other side than pumping up Chamath, and I think they're figuring that out, and they're trying to figure out how this whole entire thing is, is getting created. But it's happening right here in New Mexico in your backyard with one of your largest investments, if not your largest uh, public, uh, singular uh, public investments. Oh, yes, negative 12. Thank you. Uh, I had to look it up. Sorry. It's small. Whatever it is, it's Yeah, it's, it's <laughs> tiny. It's trillions. It's trillions, right? Because there's billionth and millionth and there you go. There we go. Thousandth. There we go. Okay. So... Let me get this uh, information uh, out to you because, again, this is all all very important. So with the test flight being delayed, and as you said, working to find the next uh, opportunity, uh, we have been progressing through our pre-flight preparations. Is that what you said? Yep. Uh, what, what are their pre-flight preparations? Uh, what, what do they do? Well, I mean, you know, flight, it's a dangerous business. You know, they have to run down that checklist, but ladies and gentlemen, they can't get they for can't, fourteen years. For fourteen years, okay, they can't get this in the sky. The proof of concept flight, okay, of this of a smaller version of this spacecraft, uh, won what was called the X Prize, a ten million dollar prize. They won this in October of two thousand four. So we're over sixteen years, and they can't even pull off just a simple flight test. All these years later, they for this business it. that's going to save New Mexico and create five thousand jobs. They can definitely get a, uh, a few deaths in there. They uh, do. That's for sure. They have. Uh, here's uh, something from call Ars Technica. I haven't read this uh, in, in, uh, in, a, in a lifetime. Uh, as Virgin Galactic gets swept up in GameStop mania, it gets back to flying. <laughs> Not today. You just, you just feel <laughs> the lauding going on. You just feel like everyone's involved on this scheme, right? At a time where non-traditional investors are buying up heavily shorted stocks like GameStop and AMC Networks, the hunt is on to find the other targets among the most shorted stocks in the market. Among those stocks is Virgin Galactic, which has a short percent float of 70%. 
It means that institutional traders have shorted about 70% of the shares of stock that are available for public trading. Uh, Chamath uh, sold on, what, last week in December, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah, about $100 million worth. This is a big bet by investors that the company will fail. You have investors are telling you that Virgin Galactic has failed. What's uh, Rebecca Dow and uh, all? Uh, <laughs> I checked her Twitter feed today. No, no, no comments. No, no, no comments. <laughs> uh, the lamenting that happened last month, right? Rebecca yeah, Dow yeah, said, yeah, yeah. well, we'll just have to wait. Or November. Was it November? Right. Yeah, they'll turn it around. Yeah. Sir Richard will come through for us. In the year or so since it joined the New York Stock Exchange, SPCE, Virgin Galactic, has typically traded between 50 to 25 a share. This last week, it spiked to $58.65 and has remained comfortably above $40 since then in trading attributed to shorted stock buying mania. Virgin Galactic, which is developing a series of space planes to take tourists on suborbital flights above 80 kilometers, stands out among the list of most shorted stocks. Most of these businesses, such as GameStop, Bed Bath & Beyond, didn't they shutter all their stores, I'm pretty sure? I think they did. The Children's Place are long-standing brick-and-mortar companies buffeted by online shopping, the pandemic, and other forces affecting profits. By contrast, however, Virgin Galactic is a relative newcomer to the stock market and is developing a futuristic service. <laughs> this just sounds like a giant hole. Uh, the company remains far from profitability and is still struggling to get its first space vehicle, Spaceship Two. Even that sounds so incredibly small. Into commercial service. Its best years in terms of profitability... Oh, this is hilarious. Lie years into the future. <laughs> uh, how come no one else... Uh, where is... Uh, uh, what, what is her... I forget her name. Uh, the lady in District 15. Uh, oh, Dayan. Uh, yeah, yeah. Dayan Hockman V. Hill. Hill. Yeah. yeah, where's she She's on a big this? believer. Yeah. It's best years in terms of profitability lie years in the future, if they ever come at all. It will require flying missions to the edge of space. I like how it's not actually a spaceship <laughs> because it goes <laughs> to the edge of space. Can you close. say it's a spaceship if it just goes to the edge of space? Uh, frequently, perhaps on a weekly basis. <laughs> well, we'll be lucky to get five launches a year. The recent rise in Virgin Galactic stock comes as the company is finally resuming its powered flight program. In mid-December, nearly two full years as its last powered space flight, Virgin Galactic attempted to send its sleek Spaceship 2 space plane on its third suborbital flight. However, shortly after the space plane was released from its carrier aircraft named White Knight 2, the ignition sequence to light the space plane's motor did not complete. As a result, the rocket motor failed to fire. The two pilots on board safely glided the vehicle back to a runway in New Mexico rather than soaring above the atmosphere. The company subsequently began to investigate its failure in the onboard computer, which halted the ignition of the rocket motor and started to take steps to address it. Now, prior to December's test flight, Virgin Galactic had set out to rigorous scheduling, which would have included another suborbital flight with four mission specialists flying inside the Spaceship 2 cabin to ensure its readiness for commercial operations. This was to be followed by a final test flight carrying Virgin Galactic's founder, Sir Richard Branson, during the first quarter of 2021. After this point, the commercial company intended to begin flying commercial missions with paying customers. On Monday, Virgin Galactic said, its next test flight, drum roll please, <laughs> is now scheduled for a flight window that opens on February 13th for 25 hours. The test flight will test the remedial work done since December 12th flight, as well as evaluate the new interior cabin, which has been upgraded for passengers. Ah. The results of the test flight will inform the next steps in the test flight program. The company said commercial missions, therefore, are unlikely, are unlikely before at least the second half of this year. That, that's with, with that. 
There you go. That's that's where we that's where we're sitting of as of today. That's what you're getting, New Mexico, for your two hundred and fifty million dollar investment. You want to you want to view all the article comments on this? Oh, as I imagine, they'll be good. <laughs> One of the things that amazed and amused me about this is the number of investors who think that a higher stock price somehow translates to a company. Having more yep. money. Yes. Indeed. When you purchase a share of a stock from anyone other than the company, the money goes to that person, not the company. The only time that a company makes money from shares is when it issues those shares itself. Yep. Every other trade just moves money from one person's pocket to another person's pocket. Hence the short. How about, hey, maybe some good will come out of all this. The stock market tail has wagged the dog for years. I have no idea how you stop it. But shorting must be bad. It's better or worse than trading companies at multiples of their highest rational value. It's all gambling by another name and stops investors supporting genuine companies who need the funds. In other words, everyone's getting hoodwinked. Has there been a local story on this besides what we're reporting here? It's How about this? Um, Kevin Robinson Avila, we're waiting for the big blockbuster yeah. expose. We'll be waiting a long I'll have an old gray beard by when that time rolls around. All investment is gambling. You are gambling that your reading of the business is better than other people's. Just as when you play poker, you are betting that your reading of the other players is better than the other players. Shorting is a signal that you believe that other people have overestimated a company's ability to make money in the future, just as a call is a signal that you think a poker player has overestimated their chances of winning a hand. Guess what Shamath Palapatia plays? Poker. Yep. And he's creating these specs. Can, how, how can shorting be improved? Certainly nothing is perfect. However, it's not a bad end in and of itself. Oh, this is some good stuff. Well, the company is in a better position if it wants to issue shares to raise more cash now that there's more money in it. Yeah, but there's no value. There's no value. Uh, the so-called investors, Walter checks in, uh, are mostly people who don't understand that their money is being used to pump and dump stocks and now silver by the people who are really going to profit from the activity. You think you're hurting a hedge fund manager? Sure, his reputation will suffer, but you're really causing pain to the thousands of people who have their retirement assets invested in that particular fund, namely Virgin Galactic. They aren't all rich people. Short selling is the flip side of buying stock. It isn't bad in and of itself, but what's the difference between buying a stock that you think is going to go up in price and selling one that you think is going to go down? Think about GameStop. It's like the disc rental shops 10 to 15 years ago. Like Blockbuster? <laughs> Everyone could see where that business was going. Online streaming was going to wipe out all the brick-and-mortar shops. It's the same with games. It's just a matter of time before GameStop becomes completely irrelevant. And finally, true... But what do you think that the odds that Virgin tries to fire out a quick new round of financing to take advantage of that spike in price? Hence, I give you Virgin Orbital. <laughs> They're going to do the very same thing. Some of that thing. shine they think is going to come off uh, Galactic <laughs> and, go, and, go, and go to Orbital. But, Eddie, I watched a, a video on YouTube, which I, I know I'm not supposed to watch, but I do I do monitor anything. Hey, you do what you uh, want. Post You're a libertarian. About, yeah. Uh, no, I, well, I don't want to help Silicon Valley, horrible people there. Um, I do monitor things that get posted about commercial space and Virgin Galactic. This is a YouTube investment channel with 1.1 million subscribers. And I'm going to throw out a couple pieces of information. This eight-minute video told potential investors of Virgin Galactic. And then, and then I'll wrap it all up in a nice little bow for everybody. They said Virgin Galactic went public in 2004. They said uh, during the accident, after the accident, which three people on the ground were killed uh, during a fueling test in 2009, the Virgin Galactic stock really tanked after that accident. They said that Virgin Galactic has sold 600 tickets to all sorts of famous people, and that's generated a lot of revenue for Virgin Galactic. They also said that a $225 million spaceport has been built for Virgin Galactic in Mojave, California. Everything I just told you 
is inaccurate. Every single thing. It did not go public in 2004. It went public in 2019. In 2009, the stock didn't tank because it wasn't a public company. They have not sold 600 tickets. They have taken deposits from 600 people, and that money is held uh, at what do you call the escrow. Uh, it's not Idle. revenue for the right. company. Yeah, and the $225 million spaceport was not built in Mojave, California. It was built in Sierra County, New Mexico. Eddie, I'm starting to think if you can issue videos and have 1.1 million subscribers to your investment channel and be that wrong, that's a business I can get in. I just yeah. say whatever I want and get subscriptions. It's a con. Ugh. It's a total and complete con. Uh, this by Freeman of NBC News. February 9th, 2019. Uh, exactly two years ago in a few days. Virgin Galactic founder Richard Branson has long claimed that one day he would ride into space aboard his company's space plane. And now he knows when. <laughs> the British billionaire said Thursday that he plans to take his first trip to space within the next six months. <laughs> This flight will coincide with the anniversary of the first landing of the astronauts on the moon. Yep. One of space flight's greatest achievements. Yep. My wish is to go up on the 50th anniversary of the moon landing. That's what we're working on. First moon landing occurred July 20th, and that came and went, and nothing happened. His remarks come two months after the most recent test company, Spaceship Two, in which a pair of pilots flew the craft to an altitude of only 51 miles in California's Mojave Deserts. Most experts agree that the space begins at the Carmen line, which is 62 miles above the average sea level. So there you go. He says, I'm itching to go. But there are literally hundreds of predictions the last 15 years from people in that company saying when they're going to be taking passengers into space. The earliest one I could document was, I think it was either New York Times or Wall Street Journal article, and, they, and the company said they might be flying passengers as soon as late 2008 or early 2009. So they missed that target by a, a wee bit later. Just a little. So what are we actually talking about here at this point? We're actually talking about a financial fraud scheme created by none other than Bill Richardson, Richard Branson, and anybody who's involved, which now also includes the State Investment Council, who are getting in with the types of people who are involved in college admission schemes. Yes, folks. That's what they're doing. Uh, this guy... Uh, I gave you the name before. McGlashan? Yeah, McGlashan. William E. McGlashan. And uh, this is, uh, let me let me read this. This is from the Justice Department of Justice, uh, .gov. California private equity executive pleads guilty in college admissions case. A former senior executive at TPG Capital pleaded guilty today in connection with his involvement in the college admissions case. This uh, from just a few days ago, February 10th, 2021. He pleaded guilty to one count of wire fraud, honest services wire fraud. U.S. District Court Judge Nathaniel Gordon scheduled sentencing for May 12, 2021. He's a former managing partner of TPG, co-founder of the Rise Fund, admitted to his role in the scheme to defraud ACT, Inc. by paying William Rick Singer to bribe Igor Dorvinsky, a corrupt test administrator, to allow Mark Riddell, a corrupt test proctor, to secretly correct McGlashan's son's exams answers to obtain a fraudulently inflated score. As a result, McGlashan's son received a fraudulent ACT score of 34. Dowd, wow. That's pretty good. Huh? That's insane. Well, 36 huh. is the top. McGlashan made a reported donation of 50 grand from his personal charitable donation to Singer Sham Charity. In turn, Singer paid Dvorsky and Riddell. Singer, Dvorsky, Riddell have pleaded guilty for their respective roles in the scheme as well. Under the terms of McGlashan's plea agreement, the parties have agreed to a sentence subject to the court's approval of three months in prison, two years supervised release with 250 hours of community service and a fine of 250 k Absolutely incredible. And his linkages, well, directly to Chelsea Clinton, Merzvinsky, and of course, Chamath Palapatia. 
but most importantly, Sir Richard Branson. Because as we talked about this, I believe that it was Richard Branson. Let me get to it if I if I can here. Uh, Virgin Galactic. How about this? How about this? Virgin Galactic is a Ponzi scheme that's out of this world. <laughs> they wish they were out of this world. <laughs> They're right here on the ground with the rest of us. All right. Uh, and the, who else is involved in the Rise Fund? None other than Secretary of State John Kerry. Yes, TPG, the very same associate. John Forbes Kerry. Uh, lobby. TPG growth tapped to Bono, Bono to help launch the Rise Fund. Now the firm has brought on former U.S. Secretary of State John Kerry back in 2018 for the $2 billion vehicle. The Massachusetts Senator and 2004 presidential nominee becomes the latest politician to join PE ranks. Private equity, he will reportedly be responsible for helping find and advise the firm's portfolio companies with specific focuses on renewable energy. There you go. We hope that we... we, hope that we <laughs> you give me. We hope that we can write a new playbook and demonstrate that impact investing, there we are, can be scalable, profitable, and truly measurable. Gary wrote in a medium post about his new role. If we succeed, we can open the door to institutional investors to deploy capital towards investments that drive positive social and environmental change without compromising returns. I mean, who's looking at this stuff? Is anybody evaluating what's happening at this point? He likened TPG's efforts to a privately funded version of the Marshall Plan. It's always got to be something over the top. Yeah. It isn't the only firm accused of, uh, of impact investing. In 2017, private equity and VC firms devoted $4 billion to impact funds around the world per the PitchBook platform. So, where do you find the likes of Chamath Palapatia? Where do you find the likes of, you know, Chelsea Clinton, Rosensky, and now you bring in Richard Branson? Where does Richard Branson like to hang out? <laughs> kind of right in those areas. Mm-hmm. This rise fund is very, very interesting for who it involves. And, and remember, Richard Branson. John, John Kerry fought in Vietnam. Someone just texted that. <laughs> I, almost, I almost lost I never, my I never heard that before. I almost <laughs> lost my launch. Uh, what was that? The, what's the boat? What is the boat? The Swift thing? boats. Swift yeah. boats, yeah. Uh, yeah, they were all, all behind him. But, but here you go, because this is the way that it goes. So Branson founded the Rise Fund with McGlashan, okay, the guy that we just mentioned. The New Mexico State Investment Council invests in John Kerry's TGP and the Rise Fund, okay. Follow this. Mark Mazinski dismissed by Chamath at Social Capital. McGlashan then charged with bribery, right? Mazinski hired then at TGP, who of course. Ms. Vinsky hired at TGB, which, of course, is Chelsea Clinton's um, husband. Chamath created the SPAC for the initial public offering for Virgin Galactic. When was that? Was that September? Uh, yeah, uh, 2019, actually. Yeah, through, through the summer, and then they went public around Halloween of 2019. So Chamath and Branson then do a pump and dump on old Virgin Galactic uh, here. Right now, they're going to do the same thing with Virgin Orbital, and right, as of today, they're both. They're uh, uh, the SEC is investigating, I believe. Um, or they subpoenaed, excuse me, uh, Robinhood. Okay. So on those types of vehicles. Branson then dumps Virgin Galactic and then pumps Virgin Atlantic full of money. Remember Virgin Atlantic? Yep. What did they do? They Big filed trouble. for reorganization. <laughs> yeah, right? because he was looking for a bailout from the U.K. government, the U.K. taxpayers, and they wouldn't give it to him. And then Chamath dumps Virgin Galactic himself the last week of December, and then he pumps Clover Health. 
Right. And what's Clover Health? Uh, they're in being investigated by the SEC. <laughs> there you go. And who's part of Clover Health on the board of directors? Chelsea Clinton. She is. Chelsea board. Clinton on Clover Health board with Chamath. And then Clover Health pumps are now under SEC investigation. There you go. That's how it's done, folks. That's how the rich get richer and more corrupt, I should say. Public pension funds including the San Francisco Employees Retirement System and Washington State Investment Board, are among those affected by Mr. McGlashan at TPG Growth and co-founder of the Rise Fund with Branson, accused of allegedly paying bribes. Here are the allocators that invested and charged with TPG's Executive Rise Fund, according to the Institutional Investor Magazine, March 13, 2019. Should we, should we pull up that, that little plant and see who's on there? Mr. M- with Mr. McGlashan. Well, so I guess his son isn't going to do so well. He's not going to do so well anymore. But you know, these guys never. This is the founder, Mandy Parker, of this TPG. These guys never hit rock bottom. No, 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 no. Until they spend $600 million and they only have 300000 left and they jump <laughs> off the 27th uh, floor <laughs> of a Century Hotel in downtown Los Angeles. $600 million would have been enough for me to live a good life, I think. <laughs> you think? Uh, one final point about the Mezvinsky family, Mr. Aragon, which I thought when we were talking about this the other day, I had to go back and confirm it. Yeah, two days it, ago. Because that mem- the memory of that name, Margolis Mezvinsky, resonated with me because I was in Washington in the early 90s, Washington, D.C., the swamp itself, and it is a swamp, a humid, cockroach-infested swamp. It's one of the worst places you can ever visit. As we say, what is it, northern charm and southern efficiency? Yeah. Yes. Um, Marjorie Margolis Mezvinsky was married at the time to a Cong- former congressman who ended up going to jail. She ran for the U.S. House of Representatives in Pennsylvania. She was the deciding vote for Bill Clinton's budget plan in 1993. So later, her son marries Bill Clinton's daughter. I mean, it's... It, you can't make it up. <laughs> really, I mean, it's just uh, these people live in a different world. Uh, I wonder what uh, Thanksgiving is like uh, with these guys. You know? Hillary throwing the turkey at Bill, maybe? Or, or PPG growth founder among financiers charged in college bribery scandal. I mean, one thing after another, these guys are like enmeshed in corruption. So is he going to end up in a cell next to Lori Laughlin? And uh, who's the other one? Uh, Bill Macy's wife? What's her name? The Desperate Housewife, you know? I don't know. I think uh, at this point, we probably should start uh, discussing some of the extreme parallels of, you know, this financing that has gone on with these guys like it has between Virgin Galactic and, you know, Epstein, Andrew, (laughs) uh, Bill Richardson. I mean, we need to go down that path, but we need to focus more on Wall Street. Mm -hmm. Um, But really, the pump is coming from you know, our very own State Investment Council, who is also involved, as I just read, as I just showed you, in, in involved with the Rise Fund. These are guys who are joining and jumping on board with this, and I don't know that maybe they're too stupid to understand that they're also getting duped, or maybe they're in on the corruption. Well, it's got to be yeah, one yeah, or the other. Yeah. And the, the, the scary thing about the State Investment Council, and this is true for so many states, it becomes a political football where the, I mean, the Richardson scandal, you know, you have your buddies, your appointees to the board, you know, the one, your, your political contributors wanting to get a special deal with the investment council when states are managing pension funds and, and investments. You could simplify this so much by just saying the people's money is invested in a in an index fund like an S&P fund. No politics, no right. special deals at all. It could be written into the law, but that's not going to happen in Santa Fe because, of course, people like to take advantage of all those special deals. And maybe they could take advantage of it, or maybe their relatives maybe could that, take advantage of it. Maybe that's what New Mexico United is. Maybe it's a pump and dump, too. Yeah, you yeah. Think, uh, you know, I think the, 
the guy who was running the soul, I think he sort of uh, picked up and, and left and went to greener pastures right. himself, right? right. You're right. like wondering what happened. And, to and maybe the woman's, woman's soccer club is another pumping of this in order to get that stadium. Who's going to get the contracts for I the think you just architect wanted to say that. construction? I think you just wanted to put that together for Valentine's Day. Yeah. <laughs> well, you know, I'm a romantic guy. I mean, you know, people don't know. They have no idea. <laughs> <laughs> want to blow your mom a kiss uh, there for Valentine's Ladies, Day. Ladies, I'm available this weekend if you want to go out and do something fun. You know, I mean, no, no one's been beating down my door for a Valentine's Day uh, dinner and a movie. Well, can you go to dinner and a movie in, in Albuquerque? Not a movie. You cannot go to a movie. Yeah, the two most uh, lockdown states are Oregon and New Mexico. You guessed it. And right 30? now, she's coming back on a plane probably right now. She's in the air headed back our way. Well, I don't oh, want to yeah. make it. To, With make her it hair on fire in a Medusa-like fashion. <laughs> don't stare at her. Imagine she will sitting next to her for four or five hours? No. no. Well, her boyfriend, her her fiance. I mean, he. I finally figured out what's going on there. Oh, she, he said, you've been wondering yeah. about it for some time. He doesn't time. want to close. He doesn't want to close escrow on that. <laughs> okay. He doesn't. He's like, yeah. I need <laughs> another forty-five day inspection on this. You know. <laughs> yes. Yes. I think that's kind of where he's okay. at with it. You, I mean, I, this is what she would tell you if you had to sit next to her on a plane for four or five hours. I deserve. I think she said it twice so far, at least. I deserve an honorary degree in microbiology because I've managed the COVID crisis in my state so well. That's what everybody in the media tells me, right? Is that what she right? did? She honestly say that? I I've watched so many of those stupid updates over the over the years of COVID. I've got it's a plural over the years that we've lived in COVID nightmare. I distinctly remember, unless I'm losing my mind, which is a, a real possibility, that she has talked about I, I I deserve an honorary degree in microbiology. She said it at least once, maybe twice. She's so full of herself, and of course she's gotten everything wrong, so there's no reason to give her something like that, but. Uh, she's a little a little tyrant who's really full of herself. Um, it's like my dad used to say: if you have to tell somebody it's a joke, it's not. If you have to tell somebody you deserve a degree, yeah, you don't. Yeah, yeah, that's a good point. Yeah. All right, good stuff, gentlemen. Happy Valentine's Day, and uh, to you. There we go. Uh, my two little sweethearts, two and a half men in there. Right? Uh, who's the half? You guys know. <laughs> <laughs> good men. I appreciate uh, both of you. We'll see you bright and early, four p.m. I'll be back tomorrow. 10 a.m. We kick off a Liberty Saturday. Liberty Ladies as well tomorrow. Thanks, everybody, for listening.